Pixel Life. This is episode 200, recording July 17th, 2022. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are going to discuss kind of the long journey of the Pixel Life, some, some of how we got there, some favorite moments of the last four years. Four years? Um, we're going to do lots of spoiler talk since we didn't do any last week, and we're going to catch up on the media we've been missing, games, some news to do all of this. I have a full house with me this week, starting with Shannon's Sun Hat Moore. Hello. Uh, yeah, so so look, your boy is not it's, the you best. You know it's good when it starts that way. So look. I'm not, yeah, I mean, I'm not the best with sunscreen. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, some of the worst sunburns in my life have been in the presence of Zach, uh, mm-hmm. more than just his bright and shiny disposition. Um I do stupid things like put sunscreen on and then fall asleep on the boat for four hours thinking that I'm safe and like sunscreen wears off after like 50 minutes. So like, you know, yeah, no, you get the worst sunburn true. in your life. So your boy tells me, uh, Zach uh, tells me, um, you know, you're going to die of skin cancer if you keep getting burned like this. So what do I do? I went out and I bought a nice straw, big sun hat. You know, one of the ones that you see people like fishing, like doing mm-hmm. all the outdoor activities. And I wore it yesterday. And the first words out of Zach's mouth were bro. What are you wearing? (laughs) Okay. Um, Just for clarification, you know, when you're out in the sticks somewhere fishing and like, there's that like octogenarian that's fishing out, maybe he's got some waders on or something. And he's got that straw hat that's short in the front and long in the back and wide on the sides. It's a mullet of a straw hat, if you will. Uh, Yeah. 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 Your boy was rocking that. And uh, I was just like, you are too young to be wearing such things. It no, was... I've done too much damage to my skin. That's what I, I, that's I need to see a now. picture of this so I can, no, hold, be, so I can see if I can remember do, it. it do, is there going to be deliverance? Do is the rest of the introductions. I'll get the hat. Uh, <laughs> also, also joining us, uh, who, who stayed quiet, uh, so you don't know he's here, but Justin, four dogs is okay, but seven is too many, Carter. I know. You know, Zach called me this morning and was you know, asking just a couple questions here and there about the pot and then drop the, he's like, do you want three more Huskies? No, no, I do not. I, I told him, I'm like, why do you hate me? I have four Huskies. That was actually his response was, why do you hate yeah, me? I have four, four is plenty. I remember very vividly in my mind the time when Bunny and Sarah had their litter of nine and we had 11 Huskies Jeez. and it was the the most stressful about three months of my life of that, that sounds completely untenable yes, yes of coming home to just a sea of dogs and just the barking the right the dog shit that i had to pick up on like yeah. every three-day basis because the backyard was just getting demolished every day by them so four four is my max i i do yeah. not think i can handle that's two per person and realistically that's two too many yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I'll say it for you since you don't want to say it. But yeah, I, I, I totally get where you're coming from. You're and picking now, up knew, what I'm I, putting down. Yeah, I knew the answer was no. 
I just had to throw it out there to him. Oh, and the and the hat has arrived. Uh, let, let's do hat. our final let's do our final introduction. Uh, uh, joining us for our full house this week, Robert NCAA preview Stelton Pool. Hello, hello. It is good to be here. Um, Shannon, you look like a drunk uncle at a family reunion. Damn. Or like, or like that dude that went with the yard yard long drink at the county fair, you know? <laughs> yeah. Don't hit my hat, bro. It's cool. I like it. Keeps no, I mean, saves, saves saves me from the skin cancers. It does. It also looks like it could save you from any female ever talking to you. So, <laughs> well, at least he has it covered. You know, like he's <laughs> that's it. fair. That's like, fair. <laughs> that's cool. his fiance's problem at this point. Dude, what's the what's the little design on the hat? Yeah. Huh? What's that little design? It looks like one of the like Jackie Chan like talismans. It almost looks like a triple A logo. Did you get that half for free with towing service? Is that what happened here? I mean, maybe. <laughs> that would explain a lot. <laughs> got it from got it from Santa Cruz. Alright, alright. I mean, hey, you know, like I'm glad I'm glad you're fighting the sun's vicious rays with your fair Irish skin. <laughs> I am happy about that. But to be clear, when I said, hey, maybe take a little better care of yourself out in the sun, I was talking about like SPF 100. I wasn't being like, hey, bro, just like murder your fashion sense. But, <laughs> but this is a man that as an adult bought, you know, satin anime character button up shirts. So, I mean, it, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. So what you're saying is it's an improvement. I, God damn it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but gentlemen, episode 200, we're here, we made it. Woo! I never thought we would. Yeah, I mean, kind of when we, we when we, when we stumbled out of the gates uh, 200 episodes ago, not really having a plan or a mission or just doing what we're like, hey, I remember talking about games was, and it was fun, so like, let's put another crew together and keep talking about games. And then, and then people left. Decks got reshuffled. It was just me and Shannon out in the wilderness for a while. Like that was, those were weird times. All of a sudden, I'm hosting. I was never a host. Like, what the hell am I doing talking? Um, Robert was uh, was was gracious enough to come back in and save me from myself from time to time. You know, like you're welcome. Uh, as a person that actually does host podcasts, it was like it was just like, hey, yeah, yeah, I, I can tell you're drowning. Let me just come in here and talk for a while. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Robbie. That's that's great. Appreciate you. Um, but I mean, I, I will tell you, you're doing you're doing an amazing job as a host. I mean, you actually at, on the 200 and 199th episode. I mean, you didn't even botch the intro. So I mean, that's an improvement right there. There you go. It only it only took me 200 episodes, but there we go. I, I nailed one. Um, uh, you know, blind squirrels, man. They find nuts from time to time. Um, and then, you know, Justin was, was our favorite guest for a while. And then, and then it became, so the funny thing with Justin was like, it was what, two episodes, Justin, you came on as a guest? Yeah, I think so. Like yeah. two or three. Yeah. And then, and then it was like that last one. I remember we wrapped the show and I called Shannon like right afterwards. I'm like, can we just have Justin be on the show? Like, Every time he's on, it's fun as hell. Like, we all get along. It's, like, super, super great content. Like, it was just super fun to listen to after the fact. 
And then, so I threw it out there, fully expecting Justin to be like, yeah, thanks, but nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's like, no, sweet. It's so funny that you say that, because when you texted me asking to join full-time, like, you'd think I got fucking drafted into, like, the MBL or whatever. Like, I was, like, sitting there, like, shaking my phone, and we're, like, trying to, like, I'm, like, play it cool. I'm, like, you know, <laughs> I was, like, I don't want to give away that I'm as excited as I am about it. I'm, like, yeah, I'll join yeah i guess you know but i mean the show instantly got infinitely better as soon as that happened like and uh and and much like robbie and i in the in the first go around of the podcast like all of a sudden i had like a best friend that i never knew i had you know and it was amazing dude that i mean when you're saying that about justin because i actually did not know that about how justin joined okay that's like literally how i joined Mm -hmm. like i Mm -hmm. i jumped on because because they wanted me to talk about a game that I had only, that I, I, I mean, I can't remember the, I know it was a 2D side scroller. It was a sh- yeah. 2D, sh- it was a shooter, but no one in the group had played it and I had, and I really enjoyed it. And they had me on it. And I remember, Zad, do you remember this? My internet, my, the, the power was going out in my hat, in my apartment. Mm-hmm. So I connected my laptop to my phone. So I could so I could be on a hotspot and record with you guys because yeah. I really just wanted to be on the podcast with y'all, and and then it was it's like a week later, yeah. I got yeah. asked I got asked to be on. Go ahead, Shannon. I was gonna say you know what made it all the better is like I had been on that podcast like two or three times and you just got on there once and then you were just they just drafted you like right out the gate so you know. Shannon's like I had to work for my spot. <laughs> there's 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 no bitterness there at all. He sees the pictures. Yeah, it's, it's, for it's me funny. at E3 was was Zach and he's mortified with anger. <laughs> A little tear comes to my eye when that memory pops up every year. <laughs> Straw hat starts shaking in his hands. You know? <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was funny though. Cause yeah, when that, when that first podcast ended for, for Robbie and myself and, you know, the original host of the show, Josh, uh, that was, it was, it was, it was tough. It was sad, but it was one of those things where like, we all enjoyed the experience enough that I, me and Josh definitely wanted to keep going. And Robbie, at that point, you were starting your, your sports podcast on, on the other side and that was going to be your focus. And you knew you were only going to be able to like kind of spot jump in from time to time. And then, so we had, uh, I had uh, one of my good friends, uh, Elena, uh, who was always oh, yeah. wanted to do a podcast and she, she jumped at the chance initially. Um, and then Shannon, who I know is plays a ton of stuff and like is someone I've talked to about with games for years. And I'm like, Hey, you, you joined me. And so, uh, so that was the original lineup. And then, you know, like, and it was good and it was fun, but like kind of life just started happening, you know, like Josh had another kid and he just didn't have the time for it anymore. And then Elena went back to school and she didn't have the time for it anymore. And then it was one of those, like all of a sudden after, and that was after about a, what, a year, Shannon, something like that. Yeah. We're yeah. about a hundred episodes in. So yeah, it was no it, less than that. We, yeah, we yeah, were like, yeah, it was, no, it was like episode 30. Like yeah, 30 or yeah. 35. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I was like, but I was... joined around the like 100-ish episode mark. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I want to say your your last spot as a guest was like episode 82 or something like that. And then it was just like, Justin's coming on full time. Um, but yeah, I remember I remember it was a couple of weeks there. Me and Janet kind of looking at each other like, I guess we're going to keep doing this. I, I don't know. Like, we could just stop. Uh, maybe, but... 
I mean, to be fair, it was also like, I loved checking in with Shannon every week and talking. And it was like, you know, we're, I, bro, I'm 43 years old. Like, I don't even see people anymore. You know, like I have two kids. Like, I, it's like my one time a week to like check in with my boys. And it's like, you know, it's important to me. Um, and so we just kind of kept that train rolling. And I, I'd like to think that over the next year or so, we kind of found our legs, got got back under us. And I know, like I was saying earlier, I'm very appreciative for for Robbie jumping in there from time to time to kind of, you know, get yeah, us I mean, back, get us back sh- on track. <laughs> yeah, we got to give shout, shout outs to Robbie. We got to give shout outs to yeah. Jordan. We got to give shout outs yeah. to Mike. I mean, we got to give shout outs to like a lot of people in there for like just spot jumping in and like, breathing fresh life into yeah. Zach and I talking about our early 20s. <laughs> it, it's so funny because I remember as being like one of the, since episode one, number one fan of the Ooh. podcast listening. I remember that era of the podcast where you'd like tune in and Zach's like, uh, how's it going, Shane? He's like, yeah, it's the same as last week. And it's like, yep. He's like, all right, uh, news. We got some news. <laughs> Any news? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How how were those dark days, Justin? Because as uh, someone that uh, you know, was impartial at that time, was it? Were you, was there a moment where you're like, ah, I gotta delete this from my feed, bro? Like, this, <laughs> no. this is tough. No, I just felt bad because like all of a sudden there was like ha- half the TPL crew was like gone, yeah. and you're like, Shannon, like anything new? He's like, nope, nothing new. And you're like, all right, I'll just go fuck myself, I guess, and I'll go on to the next thing, and. uh but no, no, it was great because like, you know, ju- like Justin would seriously like pepper me like in the ch- and, like just through any means necessary, like with getting episode episodes wrong. Like it was it was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to think that's how I got my foot in the door was giving shit Shannon for misnumbering episodes or when he'd make spelling <laughs> mistakes in like the description. I'd be like, hey, I messaged it. And then he'd call me out and like post it on Facebook and stuff. And that made me even happier. I'm like, Ooh, they're t- I'm like, I'm not even on the episode and they're talking about me. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is, uh, and, and that was actually something circling back. I was very appreciative to Robbie because every time Robbie would come on, because he, you had had your show going, uh, your, your college podcast going pretty, pretty steady at that point. And every time you would come on, I would like be sitting there like mentally taking notes the whole time. Like, cause you, it was like, you have a very, clear way of how your information is like organized in your head and how you deliver it and how it comes out and like your the way you describe things and like and and it's you can tell it's very practiced you know is 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 the way i would describe it and it for me it became a very good thing to like lean on because i feel like i feel like our brains work very similar in a lot of ways yeah. and so it was one of those things like reason why we every hence the reason why we always text each other new hats that we always <laughs> yeah, say totally right <laughs> and our wives hate us yeah, yeah. um but yeah no, it, and it was one of those things where it became very very much a a outline for me to kind of operate within and i feel like i got better as i mean i'm probably still horrible as host, but i feel like i got better as a host by just kind of paying attention to like what you were doing on your show a lot and it, it helped me out I mean, it really did. So. Well, I, I mean, for for me, I I did not realize how much I enjoyed podcasting until the first time I did it with the first video game mm-hmm. podcast that we were on. Um, 
I enjoy always enjoyed having conversations, debates, and arguments with friends and stuff at dinner tables yeah. or around the water water cooler talks and stuff like For that. Sure. But I never realized that I really wanted to enjoy it. And I never realized how much I how passionate I was about video games until until our first podcast. And um, I, but I realized also to 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 be good at podcasting, you have to be willing. You have to be willing to look foolish, yeah. even with your takes, or you, even if you're a little recluse or you, you, you don't want to share something or you're too maybe a little hesitant to share something, you probably should just because mm. even if it even if it backfires, it's still entertaining. I mean, go watch First Take. Go yeah, watch yeah. anything on Fox Sports. Like, those guys say idiotic, dumb things all the time that never or, come to fruition. Are some of the early Robbie's rants. Oh man, those those old early Bible thumping days, bro. It's funny that you should say that, folks, because you got one coming tonight. (laughs) Just so you know, freaking Nintendo. Yep. But no, and I and I thought that was the thing, the piece that really elevated the show from my point of view is when Justin came on Mm -hmm. and was able to pull what you're saying out of Shannon, because like, and and this is no. This is no like you've gotten so good, Shannon. Yeah, you've gotten like, so not, good, buddy. I'm, I'm, no I'm, way. Not, I'm not throwing any slander your way. Please you. don't take it this way because I know. I'll be the first to admit, bro, I can talk. Like I can just talk. Like you I can ramble. Uh, yeah, right. I can ramble on anything forever for as long as you want me to. And and that is not everyone's forte. Like I understand that. And Shannon is not that way. I have known Shannon for damn near 30 years. He does he does not operate that way. And um Justin has zero problem being like, oh, you made a face when I said that. I'm just going to keep poking at that until you react, until you react into a microphone, until you actually say words. I'm just going to keep bringing that up. And and it's been great. It's been great because like Shannon has fantastic things to say. He has great points. And like Justin has a way of just like reaching in there, grabbing it and ripping it out of him that I can never do. And it's fantastic. And 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 that's also taking nothing away from Justin's ability on the mic. Like Justin is hilarious. Like he's entertaining as hell. Absolutely the secret sauce of this whole show. Like it's it's fantastic. And I am very appreciative. Well, he, he him and Shannon can geek out on some anime. That is true. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I'll have to say it was a. Uh... Yeah, it's it, like in the beginning, like Justin was so like out there in the beginning, like just with his takes, like they were super hot takes and they came across the fence like hard. Like you and me were just like, holy crap, like what what did we get ourselves into? And now it's like, uh, you know, I yeah, I lean into that. It's pretty good. Like in the beginning when Justin would come at me and I would make a face and like we would have a debate, I'd be like after we got off, I'd be like are we still friends? Like, is he going to be mad at me? Like, I don't even know. Like, you know, we kind of, you know, we kind of went at it there. And then, then after a while, I was just like, he's my boy and he understands. That's okay. Yeah. There was multiple times in the beginning where after recording and stuff, I'd go to bed and I'm like, I'm like, I know Zach likes me. I'm like, I don't know about Shannon. I was like, <laughs> I'm one of those person. I'm like, a lot of people it's like, they either like me or they think I'm fucking annoying. And I'm like, I don't know where Shannon lands on that, but. Well, yeah. I, I will go to bat for you all day. Like, you are fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I'll go to bat for you most of the time. <laughs> there we go. There's that attitude I love to see. 
until you start bringing up some Dragon Ball shit, and then you guys get all like incensed about it, and I'm like, oh my god, what are we Watch doing? Watch out, Robbie! Robbie will get in there too. Mm-hmm. Robbie's Robbie's good on that. You might find yourself on the losing side of that coin. Oh, oh I've lost. I've lost that coin. Like Jesus. Is, <laughs> Which like, coin? I'm sorry. The Dragon Ball Z coin. Like I'm saying, oh. I've already lost that one. Like so good. Being on a show with you three jokers. Like, do you remember? <sighs> Zach, do you remember I recorded that episode telling the history? Of Dragon Ball, or Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shane, did, you, did you ever listen to that episode? No, I did not. What episode was that? It was on our first podcast. Yeah. Uh, Scott got ask, Scott asked questions going through the whole thing, but I told the entire Dragon Ball Z story. I must have listened to it because you. I've li- I listened to pretty much every episode. Of and that then, book. and then I want to say the next week we had you do the entire story of Bioshock. Oh, front yeah. to back, yeah. it was. It might have been. It was either Vince or Like I was yeah. just yeah. doing it because I because I think it's amazing. And it was one of those like, okay, like if Dragon Ball is confusing, can you get through Bioshock? <laughs> and it was just like, and, and by the time you got the middle of Infinite, it was just one of those Jeez. like, ooh, what are we doing? Well, the funny, the funny thing is, it's Bioshock Two. It's Bioshock Two. <laughs> that's just like, wh- wh- where are we now? We're yeah. back. There's this lamb lady. What? What? It, what? And what is she doing? Like, and what part of Rapture are we even in? I don't even know. Like, how did we not see this in the first game? Uh, Minerva's Den is the best thing ever. Uh, best thing ever. It's, it's the so best, standalone, best standalone DLC ever made. Um, I'll die on that hill. But uh, yeah, no, it's 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 been a hell of a ride. I've been I've been super appreciative of all three of you gentlemen. Plus, like Shannon said, you know Jordan and Mike and like other people from the community that have guested from time to time. It's been always been fun. Um, especially, or not especially, even when they get their favorite Ninja Turtles completely wrong. But you know, it's it's Raphael. Raphael's the best one. Sorry, but um, no, I just yeah. got done reading the last Ronin uh-huh. yesterday. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's a. I mean, I know it's a. It's a graphic novel, but it's like the final. It's yeah. like the final Ninja Turtles story. Mm-hmm. It is incredible, and. and- and Raphael's right. the best, right? Like no, no. Oh. Raphael is not the last one standing. That's all I'll say. Is it, Cy- is it the Cyclops? Is he the last one standing? No, I'll let you. I'll let you read okay. it. But I, I just got done reading it last night because because I spent most of Friday with my youth playing Shredder's Revenge. We like we we got a bunch of us on controllers and we were playing it, and it just was like, man, I, I need to read that story that my buddy told me to go read, and I, I read that thing and it, it is really great. It really is. Um, you should read it. Last Ronin. That's what it's called. Fantastic use of your time. Yeah. Playing, play, you know, at your Bible study, playing Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> it was game night. Year. It was game night with the youth group. So we, we, we played video games. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you know, a game that you're not going to be playing with your youth group, by the way, is yep. uh, Bayonetta 3. Which no, actually is coming up. So you say that, but they added a feature to uh, help censor the lewdness. So that, that way Robbie true. could play it in front of his youth group without, you know, coming off a certain it, way. Yeah, like, when the hair flies. Just because the nudity has gone doesn't mean the cringeworthy moments aren't, aren't still there. Yeah, yeah but if they censored the cringeworthy moments, would it really be Bayonetta? <laughs> but uh is anyone else shocked that this is actually coming out this year, which is October 28th, by the way? I mean, I'm, I'm just coming out. I'm yeah. just happy you, I mean, you finally got it. You've been talking about Bayonetta 3 for like the last three or four episodes saying, uh, when is this going to come out? When are they going to well, tell us? And bam, like they just dropped it like 
Well, because yeah. it, it's Bayonetta three is one of those games, kind of like Breath of the Wild two, which, by the way, they still haven't titled. That's my favorite thing about that game. It's like we still don't even everyone's just calling it Breath of the Wild two. No one knows what that game's actually called. Um, where it's been just long enough now, where it's like, where is it? It's or is it or are you holding it back for a new switch? Like, what are we doing? Um, and so, yeah, to have them finally say, nope, it's coming out and it's coming out 2022 uh, makes me think a couple thoughts. One, they've probably had this game for a while and they've been either waiting on new hardware and finally hit the like, no, it's not coming. So we need to make this work on the existing hardware. Uh, and also, I don't expect this game to run well. I really don't like, I mean, I hope there's a PC version of, or something coming out because you watch that trailer and I'm sitting and I'm sitting there going like, man, this is going to be a nice 30 frames maybe on, on the switch. Like, I don't know there's a lot of color and a lot of action, a lot of things flying around. And I mean, your, your thoughts, gentlemen. It, everyone loves the first two. They're a lot of fun, but the, but to your point, the reason why they people love those first two games is because of the frame rate and the chaos that's going on on screen. For sure, yeah. The Switch has trouble running... Like, the Switch is great in a lot of ways, but power and running things at 60 frames per second or high-quality 30 frames per second is not its forte. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Especially new titles. I mean, it has yeah, problems... Especially. It has problems with some, you know, 360 PS4 type stuff. You know. It has a problem with a game that I'm going to talk about here in a minute yeah. that that I have very strong feelings freaking about. Yeah, it you know that only you know has little little tiny animated characters on the screen. Uh-huh. But no, like as someone who adores the first two games because of the chaos that it is and just how fun it is. Like it, I mean, it's Devil May Cry with a female. I mean, that's that that's really what it is. Um, I, I, I'm excited that it's coming out because the people who want this game to come out. I, I don't know if I'll get it when it first does come out. But I will play it because because it's a heck of a lot of fun. They always have been. But does it have to be on only Switch or or is it going to come out on other consoles? Is it? I think, I think right now they're saying it's only Switch. It's coming exclusively to Switch this year. So, I mean, hopefully we That's... get a PC port of it at some time. But I mean, I, I just dropped a, a screenshot of the battle in chat and that's ugly. Like, I'm oh sorry. That, that doesn't that's... look good. The, all of the Ugh. fodder are faceless mannequins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there's a big like thing in the, in the top, right. That appears to be like maybe controlling the faceless mannequins or something, but Ugh. it's kind of an amorphous blob of a thing. And it looks like an yeah. ugly t-shirt from the nineties. I mean, if you told me that was a still from a PS3 game, I'd believe you. <laughs> Y'all remember, it was probably about four, maybe four years ago, um, there was some huge Japanese developer, Nintendo Japanese developer, who wanted to create a new a new action, action slasher game. Um, I don't know why, I can't remember the name of the game, but it just looked so remedial. It looked like crayons in the art design. Like, that's kind of what mm-hmm. this looks like to me. Not necessarily that bad of quality, but just... It's just Nintendo, bro. Like, what? You, is anyone here surprised? Justin, are you surprised? I mean, I'm not surprised. I've been saying it for a while now that, you know, it's 
one of those things where you know we like the switch can only do so it only has so much horsepower and stuff and it you know i think if nintendo could release a new switch like a stronger switch at this point or whatever they would have and zach has said it before too and i think covid kind of fucked with those plans and that's why they Mm -hmm. came out with the oled and whatever but it's still a prettier shell but the same hardware for the most part and it's one of those things like it's like i am you know excited for it's one of those things i i will probably play bayonetta 3 but at the same time it's like how can it be better than devil may cry 5 like how can it run better than devil may cry 5 and it's like i don't think it can (laughs) like just with the amount of enemies on the screen with the devil may cry like on ps4 ps5 and it runs great looks great it's fantastic controls fantastic and it's like i don't think that it can really compete with that but so graphically if it stays the same but you can get 60 frames per second on the playstation 5 or the xbox or on pc mm-hmm. would the would you guys still play this game or would you want to see a graphical facelift on the game before it hits these current generation consoles Okay, so you're saying that if if this was a uh, not exclusive, if it was a wide release and looked the mm-hmm. same, it just ran super good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably be okay with it, simply because like the these games, the battle is the game, you know, and running smooth as hell and flowing from state to state would be awesome. You know, that that's like why I'm playing it, and it's like anything you adjust as you like. It might be a little rough at first, but you'd get over it. It just becomes the game becomes what the game is at, at a certain point. And that being Sorry. said, I, I would love a graphical upgrade. I I would definitely not kick it out of bed for eating crackers, uh, but I don't have to have it. The can thing we, is, can we go back to that. Can we go back to that yeah. race real quick. Yeah. What, yeah. Okay. What in the blue hell does that mean? Uh, Crumbs get everywhere in bed, bro. Like, no, no, no. Really, Shannon, thank you for the cracker <laughs> physics update. I, 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 I thought that's where you were struggling. I've never heard that <laughs> phrase before. I've never, never heard that. heard kick her out of bed for eating crackers? No, I've never oh, heard man. that phrase before. Showing uh, your age, Zach. Back in my day. Would you like a hard candy? <laughs> Stay a while and listen. Pepperidge um, Farm remembers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Get off my lawn. I mean, it, it, it's a pretty self-explanatory phrase. Um, <laughs> okay. But, okay. But guys. Keep, keep going. I, keep going. I want Because I want to add in on this, but go ahead with... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would love a graphical upgrade on it, but I don't think it needs it. Where when it becomes a necessity to look better is if it doesn't run good. I mean, that's... that's it's like if your if your game's gonna chug and frames are gonna drop and all that stuff in a in a high flying crazy action game, it better look beautiful as hell. Like it just better, and and yeah. to have it look like a PS3 game and run at you know thirty or sub thirty, that's gonna be rough. I hope I hope that doesn't happen. I just yeah. but I don't have a lot of faith at this point. I think in the world that in the world of video games that we live in, within the last four years, we've had games like Next Machina, mm-hmm. um, My Friend Pedro. Yeah. Um, these games come out which are which are more physics based, and you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot going on on the screen. Yeah, kind of pure chaos type stuff. But it looks incredible. Like, 
Bayonetta 3 should be that. Mm-hmm. Like, it should be that. It actually should, should probably, to, to Justin's point about Devil May Cry, it should be the peak of it. Like, it's 2022. Like, there's no telling how this game's been out. I feel like this game's been in de- development for seven years. Like, it's been. It's it has been. been. <laughs> like, I mean, they, they announced it at the E3 we were at, right? Wasn't yes. it like Bayonetta oh, 3 and, and Prime Detroit, 4? Prime yeah. 4, the teaser for. Uh, there's a teaser for something else that we still haven't seen. Yeah. Like, I think it was breath of the wild too. I think there was a breath of the wild two teaser. Yes, it was. Yeah. And like, it, it just goes back to Nintendo is going to continue to walk to the beat of their own drum. They're, they're not going to try to compete with other people, mm-hmm. but in this kind of situation, why, why not? Yeah. Like, like why not? And uh, Shannon, to your question, I would want to see this game on PS5 or PC. Like I would want to see this game fully resed up, art art out the wazoo, and I want to see the I want to see the physics and I want to see the hair physics. Like I want to see it all over the place. <laughs> you know? Um because that's what we should see. Like I it's first world problems. I understand that. But I and and as I've gotten older and Zach, you know, I've probably never understood you more than I do now about your selective gaming. Mm. If I'm going to pay 60 or 70 bucks for a game, it's 2022. They should look great and they should run great. I I don't know. I don't know the problem. I don't understand the problem. This was the full thing when, I mean, granted, very different uh, game type entirely, but this was the whole thing when they had that first Halo Infinite trailer. And everyone was like, this looks like an Xbox 360 game. What the bloody hell is going on? And, and everyone like, was right for being upset yeah, about and, that. And, and they did the full uh, ugly Sonic treatment of like, whoa, hey, we're just going to put this on ice for a year and fix it and come back. And yeah, the game they released has a bunch of problems, but looking ugly ain't one of them anymore. Like that's, that game is really cool to look at. It needs a hell of a lot more of content and stuff to do, but it, it definitely doesn't look ugly anymore. And my, you know, on PS5, you've got games, if you want to talk like games where a bunch of stuff is happening in chaos, you've got games like Returnal that look stunning oh. and run great. And and on the Xbox side, you've got things like Forza that just are mind-blowing when it comes to graphics and things like that. And on the Switch, you've got Hot Wheels. You know, like it's it's on not. PC, it's, you have Vampire Survivors, well, <laughs> which yeah, which is which is amazing. Um, but I'm trying to it, see how many times I can fit it in there just to bother Shannon. Yeah. I just want to see how many times I can fit the game in. I just not, I just noticed your hat, Justin. I want to get you a a similar hat that has <laughs> it spelled with an E. <laughs> um, but yeah, the. Uh, his hat says Justin, by the way. Just I realize no one else can see it. But well, um, see, I'm actually recording the video for the 200th oh, episode, so everybody, everybody can see it. Everyone can see Shannon clipping his fingernails. Oh, fingernails! There was a piece of there's a patch of skin there that I need to get off. It's always that's great. <laughs> Somehow that's not better, Shannon. Um, but yeah. Um, can 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 I can I bring huh? up Vampire Survivors? Can you I? Can you can, can I bring that up? Shane, if you Shane, if you want to turn off your video so I don't have to see your disgruntled face, like that'd be great. Um, so, so real ahead. quick, me, me and Justin were talking about this earlier offline, and I asked him like, 
does Vampire Survivors just piss him off? Because he's a game he's a game designer. He makes games, little indie games, you know, like projects and stuff like that. And does he ever play something like Vampire Survivors that's so simple, but so good? And he plays it and he's just like flips tables and is like, F these people. Damn it. it. Justin, your thoughts? The answer to that is yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> when I well, see but this goes to the bigger picture. Bayonetta three should be big, bombastic, and chaos everywhere. Mm-hmm. But Vampire Survivors is all 16-bit design, but there's chaos going on everywhere. But it's so freaking fun. Yeah. Like, how does that? I just want my brain. I understand it, I guess, a little bit, but it just breaks my brain to think about that this $12 game is way better already. I'm telling you, even months ahead of time, this game is way better than what Bayonetta 3 is going to be. I was like, A, it's only like $4. It's like $3.99 is what like Vampire Survive, if that. Wait, I think even, it's actually $2.99. Yes. Even worse. And I had heard about, like, I kept hearing the name Vampire Survive, Vampire Survive. I heard it for months, and I kept thinking it was kind of like Vampire, like the Masquerade is kind of what I pictured it as, because I'd never seen anything about the game, and everyone kept saying, like, how amazing it was. So I was like, all right, whatever. And I looked it up on Steam, and it was, like, number one, like, top trending, like, number one selling under indie games. And, the, and I'm like, okay, what is this game? And I click on it, and when I saw when I saw the pictures that looked like some Xbox Live arcade fucking indie title game i kind of was like in disbelief like i was like i thought it was like frog fractions or something for a second like i'm like dude this this can't be fucking real like and it had overwhelmingly positive and people in the comments like for the reviews had like 500 hours in it and i'm like dude there's no fucking way and i i downloaded it i was like i'll pay the three dollars i'll be damned if it's not great like it yes. blew me away and i'm like i i see what the fuss is it blows me away though that the game came out in like 2020 and it's like trending still to this in 2022 it has the among us effect where i'm like someone i don't know who on twitch played this fucking game and just propelled it like jet fuel on the game exactly. just rocketed exactly into the stratosphere yeah Zach's a trendsetter. And, I, oh yes it was on i'm currently yeah. sitting in the game i have 25 hours into the game i have 15 characters opened I have five levels opened. I have, I got to the, have, have y'all played the bonus level where there's just plants everywhere? No, I haven't played that yet. No. Justin? No. Justin, how many levels have you opened? Uh, I'm, I'm still in the first area. I've unlocked like five characters, but I haven't beaten the grass area. Zach, what yet. about you? Uh, I've got five areas open and, okay. and I want to say nine characters. Okay. Maybe more. So what I did was, is I went and saw, <clears throat> I went and looked how to open up every character. Oh, okay. And I went through the, I went through and opened up all the characters. Uh, just to point out, it's hard as balls to get some of these characters open because some of the levels are like, oh, survive thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. It okay. L- let me back up. This game is so simplistic in what it is. It is you create a character. You pick a class character, you go, and you try to survive. It turns into Galaga. You are just trying to survive the enemies, the the enemy hordes that are coming your way. 
<clears throat> and y'all have already talked about this, but I think what I've enjoyed most is just it's it's that one more time game. It's yeah. that one more run game. It it's you can't just play one run. And and, and but also but but the other side of that coin is it's also a three minute game at the most. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's one of those like if you only have X amount of time, oh I know I can get at least one good run in and and be good. And, so and it's, the got, it's got both it's got both those sides. The diversity of the classes is awesome. The diversity of the of the level ups throughout the throughout the throughout the round is so much fun. Like and the funny thing is excuse me. I was reading I was reading a breakdown of the game and these people were saying, "Hey, these are the best these are the best um builds to have to get through a level." Man, I didn't use any of the the main the main abilities that they said to get because I preferred this ability and then this ability and this ability. Like it's just so fun how you can actually do it any way you want. It it goes back to like it's kind of like choose your own adventure. Now, there are certain things, certain abilities in that game and Zach you and I talked about this that suck. The the bird, the bird that flies behind you shooting yeah. lasers, yeah, that thing can just go jump off a cliff and never come back. That thing's horrible. It sucks so bad. But you know, like there's a bonus level. I'll say this and then we can move on. Um, the, the the bonus level is like it's nothing but plants. Like, and you gotta destroy the plants, and it's essential essentially a level up uh level. You 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 go through all of you go through the plants, blah blah blah, you kill all these different plants, you're just trying to get all these diamonds, getting everything, all this stuff. At the fifteen minute mark, death shows up. The Grim Reaper shows up mm-hmm. and he F's you up <laughs> yes he you does. are not making it past 15 minutes and eight seconds you are not but but it doesn't matter because like i enjoy the crap of just destroying all these plants and trying to level up and see all these different abilities and like it's not my game of the year right now elden ring is still my game of the year like i i, I didn't put in uh, elden ring is just special uh, but it's little games like this like I, I refuse to play Power Wash Simulator. Like I refuse to play that game because why? Yeah, yeah, shut your mouth, Justin. I saw your eyes. Don't you, don't you roll your eyes in that tone, okay? Don't you roll your eyes in that tone. All right. In that tone. I have, I just have no desire to play a washing game. I have You're no desire. Out. You're missing out. I'm telling you. Shannon, you shut up over there, Shannon. Okay, you haven't yeah. made it through No Way Home. Okay. Dude, right. Rob used that example like one or two times, yeah. bro. Robbie's just like, bet you Robbie would play Power Wash Simulator if you were cleaning on like the Ferris wheel with holy water. Maybe look at it as exercising the dirt. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Uh, I have to show this to you, Justin, or I can't show it to you because it's on my phone. But it, it's a it's a meme that a buddy sent me who said this is the most Robbie meme ever. And it says when they think when they think you won't throw hands because you're a good Christian boy. And it says Father, Son, Holy Spirit summoning Jutsu. And then it's Jesus and a demon with him. Jujutsu <laughs> 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 <sighs> Kaisen. Oh man. Um, but no, I I, I think. I think this year, I, I don't know. I know you guys did a uh, like a mid-year thing last mm-hmm. month. I, I, I've enjoyed the games that I've played this month, this year. Like, yeah, I have too. 
Um, the, except for Elden Ring and you know, and Vampire Survivors, I haven't had any other really game that's like stood out. Like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping Tales of Arise gets that point, and I know Shannon loved that, and I've I have enjoyed that. But um, but yeah, Vampire Survivors. I've been playing that, and my wife keeps making fun of me. She's like, Robbie, you realize you're playing a game that looks like it's on, um, on a uh, oh, what did she say? Not Super Nintendo, the one before that. Um, Regular Nintendo? No, no, no. Atari. She said, she said uh, that game looked like it's on an Atari, Robbie, and you're addicted to it. It's like, yeah, because it's a great game. It's it's one of those games where I don't understand why it's not like an iOS game, also. But I'm also extremely thankful that it's not an iOS game because I, I wish be it was on Switch. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, Switch yeah. would be instant purchase for me. Uh, and to put it on yeah, Switch, they'd Switch. charge ten dollars. I would pay it. It'll come to Switch in like three years. Um, you're, you're not you're wrong. Like, it'll, pro- it'll probably run at like twelve frames a second. <laughs> well, it's let's still th- the same Switch. It will. Yeah, totally. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about the other uh, the other big news from the week that I know made Rob uh, not Rob made made Justin very sad, which was the skate news. Uh, Justin, do you want to do you want to walk us through that room? I don't. (laughs) Dude, it's just upsetting, dude. They fucking took away Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 and 4 from us, which was already bullshit. And then what do they give us instead? Skate. And what are they doing to skate? Making it free to play. Free to play are like the three words together that instantly just fucking kills pretty much any game for me. That wasn't. Skateboarding game at home. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you have a skateboard at home. But it's just like, dude, come on, because you know it. It's fucking EA, man, dude. They're gonna microtransact the living shit out of that game and make it too enjoyable. Like, I just want no part of it. And the fact that I know in my heart of hearts we had Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 and 4, basically a for sure thing, and then that just got cast to the wayside and the skate game we're getting instead is now some free-to-play whatever thing i'm just heartbroken it, they're leaving it up to the community is what they're doing is like they're like yeah. you want a skate game here it is like you want to keep it going you fund it and that's kind of a shitty thing well that's why you should just go play ollie ollie world and just play that because that's an incredible game well, and, you know, I got, you know, Devolver's giving us a uh, skate story and stuff soon, which, you know, I have that, but it's just... It's not it, the same. It isn't. It's just a bummer. And it's like, you know, you think, you know, Diablo Immortal, you know, had that go for taking something and then making it free to play. Like, yeah, it's making millions a day, sure, but at what cost? <laughs> you know what else uh, I saw is coming to mobile is The Division is going to be a uh, game you can play on your mobile phone that is now free to play. I didn't like that game on my PlayStation. I'm not going to play it on my phone. <laughs> Hell no, I didn't like it when I paid $60 for it. I'm not going to buy it for free and have to pay money again to hit enemies with a million bullets. Uh, uh, Justin, can you stamp the date and time so we can revisit this? Uh, I want to play that audio back two months from now when Shannon you know, is playing this game on his lunch breaks and, and yeah. everything else. I was going to say that too. I'm like, bet that fucking Shannon's going to be in an yeah. elevator with this little phone doodad attachment so he can game on and he's going to be playing Division. He's like, all right, 
it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Sh- showing up at the job site with that weird cradle thing that holds a <laughs> PlayStation controller and a phone on top of it, you know? Like... No. Shannon, do you feel seen? Because I feel... <laughs> I know, my, my, I'm getting a little red flushed over here. Like, I can yeah, feel yeah. a little heat underneath the collar. So was, like, when, when you saw him adjust in his seat and kind of get real quiet, it was like, mmm... Let me go yeah. back to my fingernails. <laughs> yeah. Shannon said and division on news to you guys. Yeah. He's like division on mobile and he had the waistband. It... <laughs> okay. Oh, the, the, uh, no, I, I agree with you though. It's, it's, I think all kidding aside, this, this is a weird, but sign of the times where it's just like, they're, they're going to try to do all this stuff on mobile. And especially now as the Xbox cloud initiative is going, stronger and stronger and you know there's rumors of the xbox dongle that for tvs and whatnot i think you're gonna see all this stuff kind of like these older titles just go free to play download them try to make their money on the back end it's worth keeping the servers up you know that that sort of thing and it'll be interesting to see how they how they get there uh speaking of that fabled e3 from 2017 robbie skull and bones Skull and Bones actually coming out. It's actually coming out. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Let me me tell you something, okay, about Skull and Bones. Mm -hmm. I am sitting in this incredible... I'm going to this awesome E3 event with my boy Zach here. We are having a great time. We're walking through the gaming hall. And we see just these, like, 10 10 or 15 TVs that are back-to-back letting a bunch of people play this game. There's a long line to play this game. And I'm like, man, I really want to play that, but I don't have time and I can't sit in line here. I look, I, but I stood back and I watched some of the gameplay. I was like, this just looks like Black Flag. Oh yeah, this this is just Black Flag. Well, why why did I need a whole new game for for Black Flag? Like, but but hold on, hold on, Shannon. Like, all I was saying was like at the time was like Black Flag was so good. Like, like what's there has to be more to the game than just than just the sailing in black flag. <clears throat> so I had no idea. Cause, because if you remember Shannon, they didn't show us anything else other than just sailing. And, and so then, and so then the, the cinematic trailer comes out what last week and I watch it and I'm like, it's still just sailing. Like, like what is the point of the game? You, you give me this ambiguous, like you choose your own adventure. You get to be the leader or you get to be the crew member, you know, like all this, like, what? what what is this game that's my question still zach is what is the game i understand i'm sailing if anyone comments and says you're sailing no freaking crap what i'm saying is what is the purpose of the game i my like, my understanding is it essentially is just one big pirate mmo like it's just one of those things where kind of like sea of thieves initially was where it's just like you get on a ship you're gonna have crew members you can party up with people. You can go attack other ships. You can go try to get more treasure. You know, like it's, it's, and I don't know if there's more than that. I don't think there is. There's no campaign. They said that there's no like campaign. It's just like, go out, raise your infamy level and try to get bigger. Essentially. That's the do game. You think, do you think they just let CFEs come out and look at their failures and they're like, Hey, we'll just do this better. I, maybe. I also think this was one of those things where, you know, behind the scenes, they had government backing from, I think Korea. Is where they're making this game out of north or south because that's a big deal. Which uh, one? That's, that's a big swing. I understand, um, but the uh, 
And I feel like they had to finish the game and get it out or they had to pay all the money back was the thing. And so I get the feeling this just kind of got crapped out and here it is. And we made the game and released it. There we go. Okay. We're moving on now. I mean, it's getting dropped November 8th, which is I got what, the week before God of War. Like you were sending, you were sending this thing out to die. Like you, you were hundred percent just sending this thing out. Well, to die. What was it? Oh, it's like Titanfall, the first Titanfall. Um, you remember, the week you remember? Call of Duty, call, yeah, Titanfall the, Two, Titanfall Two, the, which was actually one of the best goddamn games yeah, of that whole generation. Yeah, the time, the time jump episode or uh, level of mm. of Titanfall Two is one of the best design levels of all time. I have I have been on these airwaves talking about the uh, the planet building warehouse level, which mm-hmm. just my, total mind bending the whole level, and there still hasn't been a first player or first person shooter even close to the creativity that's in that game. I I that is one of those games I go back and replay once a year just to remember it, and it's fantastic every time. And the the amount of just amazing stuff that's in that game is it's the best first 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 person shooter campaign of all time you can't tell me otherwise it's i i i will not accept other answers yes would you count bioshock in that yes i would all right well we don't then we disagree but that's okay um but that but that bisects because you have the like action shooter part which gameplay. is gameplay. If you're talking about gameplay, yeah, pure, just yes. pure okay. gameplay, like yep. nothing's yep. close. You're right. The story of Bioshock. Sure. Like the story yep. of Titanfall two is, is it, it's generic. It's not, it's not amazing, but yeah, like the, no, the hey, no, no, you shut your mouth at the, then that last level when he, when he opens his chest and gives you that gun, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is dope. It is incredible. Oh, sure. But here's the big question. Are any of you going to play skull and bones if it's not on game pass? Oh no. No, 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 no. Even oh if God. it's on game, no. even if no, it's no. on Game Pass, no. Yeah, I don't even know if I'll play it if it's on Game Pass. Yeah, but, yeah. Valid points from both Justin and Shannon on that it's one. A, I mean, I won't lie, I, dude. I I love Black Flag. Yeah, like, the, the 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 sailing was so fun. If it's on Game Pass, but it's a Ubisoft game, so it probably won't be on Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, it'll be it'll be on their their Ubisoft Plus or whatever it is. You mean that like, Ubi they, Duty garbage? Yeah. yeah, it's stupid. But see, well, if yeah. they were smart, they'd wrap that into playstation plus or or game pass but yeah. yeah what you have to understand robbie is although it was a shame you didn't get to play the demo at e3 you'll get to play the demo again when it comes out in november that's fair, that's fair. it's just longer lasting demo that's all 60 dollar demo uh, you can put yeah. on all your e3 gear that you wore that day and you can sit down in your chair that shirt doesn't fit me anymore that i have that i wore then so the medium oh, yeah man. He got he got way too swole for that, you know. Gotta get to the news. Rob, Robbie, you gotta get to the vet because your pythons are sick, bro. Right, that's right, baby. That's right. <laughs> do, do we have any other news, or can I go ahead and rip Nintendo because that they have pissed me off and they've actually they've made me make a bold claim that I'm never gonna break. All right, go for it. All right, look, Mario Strikers. Okay, so I remember being on this show before the game released. Do y'all remember me talking about this game mm-hmm. and how excited mm-hmm. I was about this game? Do you remember that, Justin? Because Zach wasn't on. It was it was it was Shannon and, and Justin. Do y'all remember that? And what Vividly. did I tell you? Y'all remember what I said? If they screwed me over, I was done. I was done buying their sports games. 
Well, mother effers, I'm done buying your sports games. Okay? Because, look, here's the thing. The gameplay in itself is awesome. The animations is really it's really cool that the the way they've created like like wario and waluigi having their own personalities on the field even if you're not controlling them is a lot of fun like that stuff is good however that is not all of the game but or that's not what all the game should be but it is all the game they, they promoted this game as like building your own armor like build your perfect version of toad or your perfect version of mario how can I freaking do that when you only give me five pieces of armor at the beginning of the game? And the only way you can get an additional piece of armor for... So so basically you have hands, hands, chest, head, and feet. So you have four categories of armor. You have five pieces per, per category. You can't add any more categories of armor except for one. If that's And that's if you beat the game. Which, by the way... To beat the game, there is no story mode. There's only cup, the the cup challenge, and you face you go into four cups. You know how many you know how many games are in each cup? Three, three four minute games for one cup. And once you beat that cup, you get moved to the other one. So guys, you can honestly beat all the single player content in this game in an hour and ten minutes. And once you're done with that. Like that, you're like, okay, well, maybe they have some really cool online play. Well, you say, have you met Nintendo? They don't really believe in online play. They're stupid. So you get on the online, you can only play, you can play these matches against people, but you can't, you, you can only do that. You can only play a single match. You can't build, you can't play like a season. You can't build, like, and then you're, they're trying to set up these stupid, like, like set rooms to where you can create your own room like us four could join be in a room together and play against each other yeah i don't want to do that crap i don't want to like they have not thought of the longevity of this game in any shape or form all they've done is said hey you know what you know what people like they like soccer let's put out a soccer game with no depth with no more than an hour and 20 minutes of single player content with no and for no reason for me to keep playing their online mode because i can't open up new characters i can't open up new armor i can't really do anything in this game other than an hour and 20 minutes on my own time and then and then again like the gameplay from the four minutes of gameplay that I get, which by the way I can't even extend the gameplay on online, I can only play four minute quarter for a uh, four minute game, not four minute quarters, four minutes total. It is so surface level, it is so shallow in what they've offered that Nintendo is going like it's it's like skull and bones. It's just like hey, let's get this game out. But the problem is, I would be I would be more gracious about this if they hadn't done this for tennis. And for freaking golf. Well, it sounds like golf was better than this. Yeah, golf was so much better than this. Golf was so much better than this. And and can, can I, also, why in the blue freaking hell can Link never be in any of these sports games? That's just a that's just a side rant. Like that's a good gotta, point, actually. I, I gotta deal with shy guy and his dumb mask. Why can't I get Link? I got freaking Rosalina here, who's in one game, and and like it was just very, it was a very frustrating experience because I was so excited for this game. If you if you listen to the episode that I was on with Shannon and and Justin, they heard me talk about how excited I was for this game because I was so excited. Like the, because the, the Mario Strikers game on GameCube is awesome. It's legendary. 
but but this game is utter disappointment and there there's nothing short of it. it it's just disappointing you need to do more nintendo especially if you're gonna charge me 60 freaking dollars for your game i'm sorry that was so long i apologize i haven't done that in a while so no no it, it felt good so what you're telling me is it's going to be on your game of the year list no it will not no it will not it, it will not and will it, be, will it make your most disappointing list yes it is okay. right now it is the most disappointing game that i've played because while while again the four minutes of gameplay that they offer me is is great and awesome and i do love the strategy of like like my lineup is not what i would have thought it would have been at all where i've got luigi waluigi rosalina and um and bowser like because of the way i like to play the fact that like i i can't really i can't really play like i can't do a single player mode there's no story mode whatsoever like and i know story mode does, isn't necessarily like the greatest thing in the world but it at least gave me more than an hour and 20 minutes of single player content so it's not even the golf thing where like the cross-country golf was awful no, there's none everyone of that. bounced it's just yeah or the okay. tennis where you're going on a map you know going like there's there's none of that there's no challenges dude there's no challenges in the game so when uh, they inevitably I'm, try to sell you, you so basketball, sad. you're not going to buy it? I was, so, I was so disappointed. I will not buy basketball. I will not buy sluggers. If they decided to create a, a an NCAA Mario football game, that I will, I will not buy it. I'm done buying their sports games because I've wasted almost $180 in three sports games that have been so surface level, and they're just getting worse. I mean, you might pay to see Bowser coach Alabama. So. Mario, Mario lacrosse. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Mar or, Mario, I mean, Mario X, I can see it. Yeah. You know what? Actually, Mario volleyball would be kind of cool. Don't nope. get your hopes up. <laughs> the one I've never understood why it doesn't exist is Mario hockey. Like you could literally just do NHL 95 on the Sega Genesis, but with Nintendo characters. never thought of that. Yeah, I've never thought of that. Like, that's the one where I, I I just don't understand how it doesn't happen. But ah, Nintendo, constantly Sorry. disappointing. All right, I'm done. You sure? You need a breather? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm just sad now. Okay. Well, Robbie's made himself sad, so let's talk about what we've been playing. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm I'm in the doldrums. I've just been playing through old stuff. Like it's. Yep, Vampire Survivors, no one wants to hear me talk about that anymore. Uh, Planet Crafter, no one wants to hear me talk about that anymore. Oh, hey, Power Wash Simulator hit 1.0 and is out on Game Pass, and I played some of that on, on the Xbox just to try it. And, uh, hey, that game's still really good. That game's still really fun. Um, my kids are now playing it, which is which has been a fun experience to see them play it. But I do have to say it's way better on mouse and keyboard than it is with an Xbox controller. Like, if you are get if you want it on game pass to play it play it on the pc uh it's it's fine with with a controller but it just is it's slower in a way we're using a controller than than i mean typical with like first person shooter i guess where you get way more you know finesse control and way quicker turns and stuff like that using a mouse and keyboard than you do with a controller um i hope they someday patch in like you know the ability to speed up your cursor with a controller uh, that would help that a lot 
but yeah, it's still it's still a kick-ass game. I've downloaded uh, the Escape Room game, Escape Academy, but I haven't had a chance to try it. I'm really excited to try that one. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it for me. I'm just you know, and still still plugging away at Portal Two because it's amazing. But I have I have hit a point though where I'm starting to wonder if I want to just play it on the PC instead because because the constant load screens now that I've gotten deeper into the game it's just every five minutes you're loading every five minutes and it's just like god damn it I just I don't want to see these screens anymore um but yeah that's about it for me uh Shannon what you got uh I went back to work this week so uh (laughs) my body you know just wanted to come home and go to sleep so I got about two hours of gaming in this week, and I just decided to play some more Outriders to get a little further along in the uh. story, get my character a little better. Um, and yeah, that, that game is is going places now. It's pretty crazy. Um, like I still find it disappointing that you basically max out your character's abilities, you know, maybe halfway through the game. So that makes the combat feel stale, but the story is kind of interesting right now. Um, so... Mm. I'll stick with it just to see what it's about. Uh, Justin, what are you playing? So, I one, I'm very excited. The DLC for Horizon, the Hot Wheels DLC, comes out in two days. Nice. So, I'm very excited for that. I'll get yeah. that. I'll yes. download that. Sure. So it's right on Game Pass, the original. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So okay, I I think I, I think Elijah's old enough to where he would appreciate Hot Wheels. Yeah, for sure. I think he would love just the regular one. I mean, like my son plays the just the open world portion of that game and loves doing all of like the challenges, like launching your car, like certain distances and trying to hit the speed traps and and finding the barns. Like I would give him the controller and just be like, find the barn. It's in this area. It's in that circle. Don't leave the circle and you'll find the barn. And he would just like find all the cars for me. So Elijah, I think will enjoy it. Cool. Sorry, Justin. I, I I just wanted to ask. No, you're fine. But yeah, so I, I'm very excited for that. But uh, this week I played more Neon White. Still extremely good. Uh, I think I'm about halfway, maybe a little more than halfway through it now. Um, so it's a lot of fun. New games that I played this week, though. I picked up Stacklands, which is on steam it's like four bucks it's like a little deck well i say deck building but it is card based um but the whole premise is you basically open up booster packs and get cards and you're trying to just last as many nights as you can so you start out with like one little like villager card and then you like play it and stuff and you get like your little villager and it kind of walks around and stuff on the screen and it has the loop hero effect where there's combin yes there's i see Robbie's eyes lighting up where there's combinations of cards where you stack the cards together and they do things you don't know off the bat what anything does together by opening booster packs um you get certain little like info cards that kind of tell you hey you can try combining this stacking this and this together to do something and what's nice is those cards it gives you in the booster packs a, you can sell them for gold, but once you've gotten that in your like little menu thing, you forever retain that information, which is something that Loop here did. So it's like once you get that combination, even if you get rid of that card, 
you'll forever have that information of, oh, you can look this up and you can combine, how do you make this? You combine this, this, and this, and you get this, which is really nice, especially once there's a lot of stuff going on. So like you get a village villager and then it's like, okay, well you need to build a house. And it's like, how do you build a house? You need like two stone, two wood, this and the villager. So you earn enough gold to open up enough of the first booster pack to get those and then you stack them all together and it shows like a little loading bar. And then once it's done, you get a house card now. And then it's like, okay, well now you can put take two villagers once you get a second villager, put them both in the house, they make a baby. And then the baby's in the house and then the baby loads and then once that takes forever, but then once that's done, then you have a full adult villager. And then so it's like that's a way so then you can keep throwing two villagers together in the house and keep making babies to get more villagers. But the problem though is that um you don't uh like you have to feed there's like day and night and stuff. So there's like a little bar that's like day and then once it goes to the next day, you have to feed all your villagers. And so you don't want to just keep making like, you don't want like 12 villagers and stuff right away if you don't have an accurate food source to constantly feed them. Otherwise, some of your villagers will start starving and whatever because you won't be able to feed them because you're not making enough food with as much manpower as you have. But it's cool because it's like as you go, like, you know, you can build a farm and build this and then there's certain cards you can get so that you can throw like a villager in the lumber mill and then you get as long as there's a villager in there you get unlimited wood like it'll, it'll just load and then it'll poop out like a wood card so you don't have to keep opening booster packs for wood and there's a stone mill or whatever for stone and so you can have them doing that and then after a couple days a portal opens up in the town and then monsters will come in and the villagers will fight the monsters and you can throw multiple villagers on a monster and stuff to get them to attack but if you make a spear and attach that to a villager, it eventually loads and then you get a like warrior villager instead and their offense is a lot better and they attack better and then everything they do is like just a little bit faster than the normal villager. So that's nice. So it's like, dude, as soon as I had like wood, I'm like, all right, everyone's getting spears. Everyone's becoming this. I'm like, I got baby factory like in the house. But then you also run into the problem of when it goes from day to night to the next day, you can also only have so many cards on the field at a time. And so then you have to sell a bunch of cards, like cards, whatever, to get down to the mount. But there's one card that lets you have plus four max extra cards. So you're like, okay, I need to make a fuck ton of these to boost my maximum card count so I don't have to keep selling. Like, because I was making so much food once I had the garden, whatever, and I was just pooping out carrots. And uh, then it would get to the next day, and it's like, yeah, you need to get rid of 17 cards. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, there. well, there goes, like, my food source, and I had to get rid of it, so I'm like, okay, we need to make a bunch of this so I can have a bunch of carrots now, and then I'm fine getting rid of, like, six cards, but I can't keep getting rid of 17 every time it goes from, like, night to day. But it's a game, I definitely, like, Shannon might get upset about it, I don't know. I know it's definitely in Zach's wheelhouse, and I feel like Robbie would also enjoy it. It's I'm, I'm looking at it on Itch right now, and... Yeah, this is the one of the most like Justin ass Justin games I've ever seen. Yes, like, I it, mean it has card boosters you need to open, uh, and and then you sell cards to get more boosters. And yeah, it's yeah. I, 
I can see this game uh, in my future for $5. Yes. For sure. And that's also why I bought it. Because a lot of people said their their main complaint when I was reading their reviews, like, oh, you know, it's really short. But it's like, hey, you're only paying like $5 for it. So it's not like mm -hmm. it's really like that cost intensive. But they also just did an update recently that added like a whole like new island and more cards and combinations and whatever. So they're adding more content to it as well. So once I saw they added the island, whatever, and it was like on sale for like 10% off or whatever, I was like, done. I was like, it was on my list for this year to play anyway for like game of the year yeah. stuff. So I was like, uh, yeah, that's a no brainer. For sure. For sure. What else you got? Um, I mean, so that's it for all I was playing. Uh, this week too, uh, Friday through it ended today at noon was a game jam called the GMTK game jam and mm -hmm. me and shrimp fried matt were supposed to work on a game jam game together but he uh he came down with covid so we didn't end up doing that because we're going to comic-con wednesday and i'm like bro you need to test negative by wednesday so your ass is <laughs> going in bed and you're resting because we need to go to comic-con you're going you're going to comic-con yes yeah we're going to san diego comic-con uh when well we're supposed to if matt tests positive i don't think that's gonna happen on wednesday so i'm like you need to kick it yeah, because you're going to you're going to work like matt's booth right? yeah yeah matt has a booth yeah. at san Diego comic-con so we have vendor badges to uh be there from thursday through sunday or whatever so we're going wednesday like afternoon and driving there and there's plenty of time to walk around, do whatever. But, you know, Marvel's going to be in Hall H this year again. Mm -hmm. and so, so I'm excited. They haven't been there in a minute. So uh, I'm excited to isn't actually. DC, isn't DC going to be present too? I think so. Like, there's like a bunch yeah. of stuff going on. So and we're going to talk about Marvel here in a bit. But I hope they have a lot to announce. Oh, dude, I'm sure they do. But, uh, but for the Game Jam, the theme was Roll of the Dice. And even though Matt and I didn't get to participate in it, I tried myself to do it. And I made something. It's not done yet. I'm still working on it. But it's almost done. Like, it's probably about, like, 70% of the way done. And I want you guys to play it once I'm done with it. So the game I came up with is called uh, Devil's Bones. Yeah, Devil's Bones. Okay. And the premise is... You signed a contract with the devil to sell your soul and he comes to collect and you have to negotiate your way out of it. And so you roll like you roll dice and you start out with one dice and then eventually you get up to two dice and there's it's like a branching almost like path dialogue of what happens but it's also based on what you roll. And so there's certain instances where it's like, okay, like for the dice spot, it's like for this path, you need to have rolled an even number. And then this one, you have to have rolled an odd number. And then you place it in and then you go down that path. And then it's like this one, now you have three options. And it's like, you can like uh, grovel and that can be any numerical value. It doesn't matter, like, but both dice go there. And then it's like, okay, well you can lash out in anger but you have to have rolled two odd numbers. And then the third one is like, or you can barter, but you have to have rolled two even numbers. So it's purely luck based. So it's like, it kind of has that replay value of, you know, you're not, obviously you're not going to go down every path and it's purely up to mm -hmm. luck what path 
you go down and stuff. But that's kind of why it's taken so long is because once I've gotten into the three branching paths, well, it's like, okay, well, fuck, now this goes this way and this. So I'm like having to do a lot of stuff for, I'm like, okay, well, if it's this and then this and then this and then this for like the branching paths and none of them reconnect with each other. They all just go out in different directions and stuff and some end with you just losing the game and then there's a couple where it's like no matter what path you go down there's still like a chance for you to still win depending on if you roll right and what you choose so i'm excited to play that so hell yeah let's do that devil's bones bones. but yeah so that's uh, that's all i've done this week all right so why don't we i think i think i hear sirens i think sirens are upon us i hear them they're black they're blaring air raid get indoors um the dogs hear it too yeah uh yeah dogs have been going wild this uh this episode um but let's talk a little spoilers uh gentlemen there's there's been some stuff i i think we need to go big Big uh, big game hunting right out of out of the gate. Let's talk some Thor: Love and Thunder. Okay. Uh, I know Shannon has not seen it, but Shannon has given our blessing to spoil away. And uh, so let's talk about the best thing in Phase Four that's not a Spider-Man product. Let's let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robbie's, Robbie's face. Robbie's questioning my questioning my judgment already. All right. Better than Shang Chi. I yeah. love Shang-Chi. I love I, Shang-Chi too. It's better. I'm sorry. Really? No, Shang-Chi's more consistent. There's not there's not the huge tonal issues that that this Shang-Chi's one has. Shang-Chi's so formulaic though. It's so formulaic it compared works. to this. Like <laughs> sure. 2 plus 2 equals 4. Like that formula works. Like yeah, I understand. This, uh, okay, look, can we go ahead and get the negative out of the way? Let, let, yeah. Can we let, let's talk about the negative, okay, of yeah. this movie. Cuz I have a lot of praise for it. But you call the guy Gore the God Butcher. Mm-hmm. We don't see him butcher any gods. Except for one. Yeah. The very first one that he does on accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay. and to be fair, the, the sword kind of does it for him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We don't see the sword take over him. We don't we, we just we don't see any of that. It's just hey, this guy's gonna kill everyone. By the way, he thinks the gods are all soulless, selfish people, but yet he kidnaps children to bring a god to him. Well, the hypocrisy of Gore is part of the character. Of yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. I'm that. That's more in candor and joking. Yeah. But my biggest qualm with this movie, it, or it's twofold. It's one, it's pace of the movie. It's two, it's less than two hours long, and we are so rapid, fast paced that there's no time to sit anywhere for any time for anything to linger and mm-hmm. two, the total issue of this movie it, it almost gives you whiplash at times when they hit with a dramatic moment and then there's an immediate one-liner joke to to just to hit you right back into the humor yeah that i did not need i i want certain moments to sit and linger i and i'm saying this negative because i have a lot more positive to say but I, I struggle with this movie, and I described it to my to, to my friends as the really good almost or really good should have been great Marvel film. 
because I think the three-hour version of this movie might be one of the best movies Marvel's ever made. But because they condensed everything down so much, I struggle with how fast it moves. And, and man, I really, really hate, I really hate how every single serious moment has a joke that changes the tone of that scene. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but it also... There's no sincerity. There's no sincerity in the movie. I don't don't agree with that statement. Okay, Jane Foster. Jane Foster is the sincerity of the movie. But I also appreciate the fact that it's like, we don't get 20 minutes diving into stage four cancer and how horrible it is and even what kind of cancer it is. And all like, I don't, I don't need those details. She's got stage four cancer. Great. And and her, 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 her her plot's not my problem at all. Yeah. It's more to do with gore and with Thor. Why is Thor so stupid? Yeah. They did Homer Simpson him a little bit in this where, you know, when you watch the Simpsons, he gets stupider every season until they finally kind of like had to reel it back a little bit but yeah. it's one of those like yeah he gets he gets kind of dumb and goofy and why are the uh, guardians wasted so that's one of those things to your point with uh, you know the true he, travesty you know the true tra- true travesty here we got a two hour and 40 minute long eternals movie but they had to cut down this movie like this is the yeah. one that should have been two hours and 40 minutes like you know there was way more guardians. You know there was. Oh, no, no. What? What? Uh, I always, I always mess up his name, and I don't want to get made fun of for it. The director, Taika Waititi. Yeah, Taika Waititi. Yeah. Taika Waititi. He said in an interview this past week that the whole that the original plan was always to have them in in a very shortened role at the very beginning of the movie. They weren't there for any long period of time. Like that that has also like this is a bigger this is a bigger qualm with just him directing these Thor movies. Mm-hmm. He continuously does things that either have to be fixed in later movies or he is correcting after the movie after the movie prior to. Uh, case in point, Thor loses an eye and his eyes are different colors in Endgame. Yeah. yeah. Not anymore. Also the whole point of Thor Ragnarok was his power was supposed to be harnessed within himself. Just kidding. Infinity War shows us that he needs an axe. Oh, now we're in Love and Thunder. Just kidding again, guys. Mjolnir will be part of this, and he has him again now. The axe goes to the little girl. Okay, but can we talk about how amazing it is that Stormbreaker is, like, jealous and would just, like, hover into the, into the screen? Every time it happened, it was hilarious. It yes, was it was hilarious. It's like the jealous time. girlfriend, Justin. Yeah. What do you think, man? See, like, like with the so, I I agree with pretty much everything said for the most part. I know a lot of people did not like the goats. I thought the goats were funny. They were hilarious. But I, I liked them. And now with the hammer and the axe thing, though, I did enjoy it at first. But after about like the fourth time, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, we get it. Like, God fucking yeah, see, damn for it. Me, see for me, it turned the corner and it became like. You know when when someone repeats a joke and it's not funny, and then it, all of a sudden it just becomes so ludicrous that it becomes funny. That that's what happened to me. Like it it's was like just a toddler, like it's like a toddler yeah. laughing at something <laughs> for the thousandth time. Yeah, it was just I I get. And going back to the ghost real quick, when they get to Gore's like little asteroid planet thing, 
and the ghost just like, crashed into it. Like, oh my god. I, yeah, that was me. that was so one funny. of the jokes I liked that they did too. Was where it's like the planet was just that small. Like it looked yeah. like it was like further away, but it's like no, that it's just very small. I mean, when you so Zach, when you say that this is the best outside of the Spider-Man movies, mm -hmm. like I don't have these kind of massive issues with Chain Chi. My my issue with Shane Chi is that it turns into an anime movie the last 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, but like, whole, but I love whole... anime, so like it it doesn't it doesn't necessarily bother me. I mean, my like, I, my, my problems with Shane Chi are like, you know, Aquafina used a bow and arrow for a day, and she made that shot. Like, <laughs> come on, like you couldn't have thrown some magic around her or something to have that ha well, shot she, happen. She's you know, a like, of, she's like a descendant of Legolas, like her. Yeah, or yeah totally. <laughs> I mean, it's up there, and and see, these are the things though where. I am a believer in the conspiracy theory that their COVID having to reshuffle everything changed all of these movies in a way that like made yep. them all worse. And you they know? couldn't like, reshoot. They they couldn't reshoot. Yeah. They couldn't do like, things that they I'm sorry, to do but now. having having Ned open up portals in Spider Man is so dumb. Like it's so dumb. Like that but if it's if that's America Chavez, like it's supposed to be, it makes all the sense in the world and you're like, Oh, sure. I'm 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 here now, but like, you're telling me Ned can just sling ring in like five minutes when I'm seeing Doctor Frickin' Strange have to work on it for weeks at a time and get left on Mount Everest to figure out how to do it, like, and Ned's just like, oh, I got magic in my blood, woo, you know, like, and it's like, come on, what are we doing here? And and you know, it's things like like all these movies, no matter how good or bad you think they are, they all have issues because of the reshuffle and the reorg and. Yeah, you know, well, I tell you multi what, multiverse of madness makes way more sense when it comes out right after WandaVision, which is what it was supposed to. Or be. if WandaVision doesn't exist. Yeah, but I mean, it was supposed to come out the second after WandaVision. Like it was supposed to be WandaVision ends, Doctor Strange well, hits, and but, but it's but like, see, but see, that would piss me off more because of what what we reconcile in WandaVision. Yeah. Please, can we not talk about multiverse again? <laughs> like I, I. I I can't stand that movie. See, like, really? I, I was see. I was just thinking when Zach said best of Phase Four. I was like, Multiverse of Madness is probably like my number one of Phase Four, and so over the Spider Man movies. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I mean, here. <laughs> <laughs> like No Way Home and Far From Home, I think are just another tier compared to these other movies. But Multiverse of Madness, I'll just say this, and then I will go back to Love and Thunder. It completely makes WandaVision not matter. And that is a problem for me. That it that it makes it not matter. And Doctor Strange is an avatar in his own movie. He doesn't he is not he doesn't matter in his own movie. Um for sure. I said but, that like last week. Yeah. yeah. But but Love and Thunder. The, the those are those are my two or three biggest complaints about the movie. Mm -hmm. But 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 Christian Bale is amazeballs as Gore, the God Butcher. Yes. yes, he is. And Natalie Portman finally got to be Jane Foster and be yeah. good Jane Foster. Oh, yeah. Like, she was great as the, like, all of a sudden I'm a superhero. And I love, you know, these are the things I, lo I love that they didn't give her, like, the the training montage of watching her yep. get good at. No, she just is Thor and she's rad. Like, that's all you need. It's fine. Like, but her, where she's not good is her catchphrases. 
Which is like, yeah, okay, fine, sure. You know, she doesn't, yeah, she's she, a scientist. She, she's not a wordsmith. Like, yeah, she doesn't have that part. That's great. But like, uh, and I put this on Twitter, but I and I believe it. Christian Bale was just like a super heavyweight in a movie full of light heavyweights, and like every time on he's on the screen, he's just so much better of an actor than everyone else in this movie, and and it's obvious. It's one of those things. It's, it, you, when you see it, it's just like, oh wow. Yeah, you win Oscars. These guys make Marvel movies. Like, yeah, well, it's, and, it's, and, it's and that's why, and, and that's why I stand by that the first Thor movie is better than people give it credit for because of Anthony Hopkins and yeah. and Natalie Portman doing the role and uh, what's his name, Skarsgård, carrying yeah. carrying scenes. Like every time Hopkins and Middleton or Middleton and, or Hiddleston um, and Hiddleston, uh, yeah. yeah and Chris Hemsworth are on screen together, it's freaking magic in the first Thor mm-hmm. movie. But like you're right, Christian Bale just like you could have you could have told me you could have had me guess like describe him of how he was going to be as gore even though I've read the comic I would have never gotten that of what he was because he was just so and, good. Oh, the scene when he's in the cage yep. with the children talking <laughs> to them genuinely terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> he's so like weirdly likable. But so menacing and like just radiating danger, and like he's just like, truth. yeah, and he's like the most dangerous person you've ever seen in your life, and he's talking to children, and it's like so unsettling watching that whole thing play out. the The shot of him on the hill on the attack for New Asgard, when that that the shot, aesthetics of that, the aesthetics just, of that is, oof, is gorgeous. Man, it's like this. It's like the scariest thing that's. And you know what? Marvel's, Marvel's done. It's, One it's of the great. things, like, you know, I, I, I don't always like doing this comparing comic to what we see on screen, but, like, those, the, the creatures that he has look just like the things from the comic. They look just like them. Like, they did, they did a really good job with all of that when it comes to gore, except for showing him actually killing gods. Yeah. Like, yeah. When they got when they got to the when they got to the God City, I thought there was going to be like Gore would show up and there was going to be a Merc all of them Merc the Pan yeah. the, the bread God or whatever the yeah, the yeah. bun God yeah. that that God was so cute though yeah it was, it was. I um but yeah Justin you're you're like what what were some high water marks out of the movie for you we've we've talked negatives but let's keep positive here what's what's what are some yeah. high water marks for you? i uh i did really like what they did with the hammer making it be like a shotgun i thought it was really cool yeah, and it every time point. it did that and like reassembled back together i loved it every single time i thought that was really cool um you know i know leading up to the movie a lot of people we're like taking still frames from the trailer and whatever and like shitting on like the CGI and stuff. But I actually thought the CGI was really good. Like the city of like the gods and stuff was really pretty. Um, I'll admit like, you know, the, the little Thunderbolt thing did just kind of look like a prop. But when it was actually lit up and like doing stuff, it looked really cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, can we talk about he's here? He's there. He's every fucking where. Roy Ken. Roy Ken. That's oh. Hercules freaking good so good so, what, ca- what casting what casting best kept secret of a cameo i know freaking so ever good. but hey just like eternals it's not gonna matter because none of their post-credit scenes have mattered since that movie came out i my secret theory 
is they might move move forward pretending Eternals never happened. Well, like, they can't. It, they can't because Blade's in it. And oh, sure, but th- you might never see those characters again. It might just be like, hey, and here's Blade and the Black Knight, and we're just moving on. And you know, like it just because like I, this giant corpse in the middle of the ocean never happened. <laughs> have yeah, they mentioned uh, it once? No. You have think you seen it? Once? Come up once or twice. Yeah, like I really want to see Kit Harrington's night though. Like I, I really want to see him return. The Wee Knight, uh, the Ebony Knight, yeah. Well, I, I want yeah, the Wee Knight because Kit Harrington is quite small. <laughs> That's fair. I, look, Zach, I, or well, Justin, what was another positive for you? Um, I, I'll circle oh, back around. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I think the action sequences were great. I'll give I you a positive that, for me. I think Valkyrie is fantastic. If anything, we got way too little Valkyrie. Yep. Um. I want her... scenes from the trailer were cut from her, the movie. Yeah, I want her new Asgard Kings basketball jersey uh, that she's wearing at the end. I, I would wear the hell out of that. That's rad. All right, I did think of something. So I thought it was funny when I watched it, but then the Twitter comment I saw about it made it even funnier. So when, because Asgard's basically like a almost like a tourist trap at this point, the Infinity Cone, I thought mm-hmm. was hilarious. And then someone on Twitter posted a picture of it, and they were like. It's funny that they show this, but in the Marvel Universe, it's like this would almost be the equivalent of having like a Holocaust ice cream store. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, they're, they're right. And I'm like, that makes it even funnier that they're just like, yeah, I mean, half the population is wiped out. But where, you know, we got, you know, all the flavors balanced. Well, it gets even better. <laughs> half the universe gets wiped out. But then Thanos also killed half of Asgard like on the ship before they even got there so they got half and then half they got it they got it double so yeah the again i think the action sequences were incredible the the fight scenes were great like Mm -hmm. i I really enjoyed them um the 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 switch to black and white yeah in the the, that was was really freaking gorgeous i i think i honestly think george miller has spoiled me because I, I own the Chrome edition of Mad Max, uh, and, okay. I, I, and I've watched it. And now I there there are just certain things that should be black and white, and like I I didn't realize that until that movie. But mm-hmm. it was just so well done. Um, uh, can we talk about the needle drop of the November Rain solo when all the little kids get powered up and they charge forward? I'm sorry, okay. I, that was awesome. It was corny as hell. Okay, thank let's you. be clear, it's all corny right. as hell. But it ruled. Like I in the theater, because that is on level with the dragon fight at the end of Shang Chi. Okay, I just want to be clear here. Fair, 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 fair. All right, thank you. In the theater, when that guitar kicks in, it's true, and and the little kids are all like radiating lightning, charging forward. It ruled. I'm sorry, I was in. I was totally in. It was cool. It it was a it was a fun moment. Yeah. But guys, here's the thing. We've talked about this movie for about 10 minutes and we haven't brought up the best part of this movie. Okay. And that is the corny Greek accent of Russell Crowe. Yes. <laughs> what an artistic choice. What an artistic choice. And he owns it. He knows what he's doing. It is It is like... It's like a 1940s Looney Tunes version of a Greek accent. <laughs> you know? it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's Tom Hanks... It's Tom Hanks's horrible Boston accent in Perfect Storm. Yes, yes. Like 
That, that that's what it is. And but he owns it. Like he he knows what he's doing. Like I love Russell Crowe as the actor, mm-hmm. but like I don't know why he had to choose that voice. Like, and then why does your son? Why is he British? <laughs> like, like why is Roy Kent like just British as hell? But hey. you're you this Greek accent. That is so not good. Zeus gets around, man. I don't know. Like he hey, does. You know? That's fair. Uh, okay, so look, Zach. Let me just say this, and Justin, mm-hmm. I, I want to hear your take too. I I do have an overarching criticism to the Marvel current Phase Four. Okay. There's a lot of things going on, but there's no direction. Yep, that's my that's my big critique right now too. Because this movie very much is a standalone movie. All of them have been. The only like, one, the only one I would argue that isn't is Shang Chi. It's the only one that has like at the oh, end of the it, end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, with, and with then banner and yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then in Miss Marvel, the Ten Rings show up again when when the bangle gets dis- discovered. So there's like, Say that there's again? like, so when in Miss Marvel, I haven't seen, I haven't watched it yet. I'm okay. going to. I just haven't had a chance yet. No, but in episode three, where they go to the flashback and it shows the the Jin finding the bangle for the first time in the cave or whatever, the ten rings are on the floor of that of that temple when they find it on the Cree arm. Okay. So it's like you have this like kind of through line that's showing up in 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 those properties, but that that's kind of it right now. Yeah. We don't and we I'm, don't have a we don't have a big bad. We don't yeah. have. We don't have a, a coming threat that doesn't even have to be a bad guy. And look, I, I, I understand. They wrote themselves in a hole when they t- chose to make 20 movies leading up to Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. And I understand that you kind of want to course correct, but you, we have now seven movies and what, 11, like almost eight shows. How many shows, Justin? I'm sorry, you you, you laid it out for us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it is like eight at this point. But But we have no idea what's being built toward we have no we have nothing that we're built towards it's like a hamster wheel that's spinning there's things going on but there's no direction and and for me it feels a lot like they're throwing a bunch of stuff against the wall and seeing what's working and then they're going to go from there which is why i say things like it wouldn't shock me if just the eternals goes away like that just whole thing goes away because it's like right now there's pieces to do a young avengers there's pieces to do a Thunderbolts. There's Secret pieces. Invasion. There's pieces to do Secret Invasion. There's pieces to do Secret Wars. Um, you know, like there's, you still have X Men out there. You still have Fantastic Four out there. Like there's, there's a lot of things that feels like they're just throwing a bunch of stuff up. And hey, what what caught fire? What's popular? Okay, let's build around that. Expired. You know, and yeah, but but even that is like, well, now there's the Sony stuff, and yep. and. So we don't, we know, we don't, can't count on Spider-Man, you know, like there's all that. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff. So what do you think, Justin? Yeah. You know, that's kind of been one of my complaints too about, it doesn't seem, which I get the hesitation behind, like trying to replicate like the infinity saga, like you nailed it the first time. So you have to either do something just as good, if not better the next time around and it can't be like exactly the same thing because otherwise people are, are going to bitch about that and you'll just have that hanging over your shoulders. I'm really hoping like, I feel like fantastic four could fix a lot of their problems since they're, they're tied to ground stuff. They're tied to cosmic mm-hmm. stuff. Like they can do quantum realm stuff. They have doom, 
who I think should and could be the next biggest bad of the he's MCU. The be- he's the best villain Marvel has. He is. Like, and full it's stop. One of those things, like, you know, Fantastic Four, he was a villain of Iron Man. Like, I've heard rumors of Black Panther and stuff of him being, like, villain. In that. And so it's, like, one of those things, like, he's widely available across multiple things to be that person that everyone kind of has to come together to fight. And Well, look, they had a perfect opportunity with WandaVision and Multiverse of Madness to have Scarlet Witch change everything. And they didn't have the balls to do it. And so, like, I don't know when the mutants thing are co- is coming. Um, well, there's a but, moment uh, at the finale of Miss Marvel, if we want to get into that real quick. If we can uh, jump to that. If we can, yeah. like, can we talk, like, pl- go ahead and say this. Can we just, don't spoil everything for Miss Marvel for me. I'm I'm not aloof like Shannon on spoilers. I, I care a little bit. So all I'll say is there's a there is a moment at I saw, the end. I, I saw the I saw the the, the headline. So yeah. I I already know what you're gonna say. There's a moment at the end of the episode where, uh, yeah, not uh, what's his name, Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. We don't talk about Bruno. Where Bruno, uh, <laughs> where he says he looked at uh, uh, Kamala's genetic structure because it's like why can she use these powers but no one else in her family can because it would make sense you know if you're half gen half uh human then your brother should be able to do this too so why can't he and she has a mutation in her genetics that allows her to access this ability and when they do that the x-men cartoon theme yeah plays. it's like and it's one of those like Oh, so she's a mutant. You're you just now introduced mutants. Like okay. this is how this is how well, we're doing. This. I mean, they did that with Wanda too, where they basically said that she had the power all along, but that the Tesla like woke it up within her or whatever. That yeah. like it didn't turn her into whatever. Like after they gained the rights, they're like, hey, we can use mutant now. So let's just retroact this shit and like make her a mutant. So now I'm the- really I'm now I'm really curious how they're how they go with like. Without having an inhuman, you know, Terrigen Mist type event, are mutants just going to start showing up? The Infinity Gauntlet should have done it. They, yeah. they made such a big deal in Infinity War and in Endgame about the gamma radiation that the that the that the snap caused on the Earth, mm-hmm. and they did it twice. I'm sorry, no, they did it three times. That should have caused, and that should have caused a mutation event. Yeah. If it was going to happen, it should have. And they still might. I mean, they still yeah, could bring absolutely. that around. Like they, they're in in the MCU timeline, they're still only like two or three years out from that event. So it stands to reason that like these things might just slowly be working their way to the surface. Yeah, Reed well, Richards so, could discover it. <laughs> well, yeah. and, and and let me so let, let me comic nerd for just a second. What I want more than anything, I know Secret Invasion TV show is happening, but they have all the things in place to create to have a Secret Invasion occur like a main event leading into a movie or or a section of like a that could be a, the next phase i mean everything's in place it but you can just say that the fantastic four were fighting were were in, involved in the scree crawl uh scroll cree war and that's why the scrolls come back and want to fight on earth because the fantastic four screwed them over in the cree war which is exactly what happens in the comics mm-hmm. like it, it exactly happens that way and and Nick Fury is already gone with the scrolls. Yeah. 
Like you, you have you have this stuff, and I know everybody wants Secret Wars. But my question is, which Secret Wars do you want? Do you want yeah, the yeah. 1980s or the do you Beyonder want one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Or do you want the 2000s one? And like, I, I and and look, Kevin Feige, the dude's a goat. Okay, he he is a goat when it comes to this stuff, and he promised that we would find out very soon what the direction of Marvel is going to be. There's no way it's not Hall H. We haven't seen anything released, and so I imagine they're going to do... Do y'all remember back in 2013 or 14 when they announced Civil War? Like, mm-hmm. y'all remember how they did that? They they had everyone come out on stage, and it was it was RDJ and Chris Evans facing each other, and they just put the graphic up on the screen, Civil War? Yeah. Like, that's that's probably what they're going to lead towards, is something like that. Well... They're gonna they're gonna bring some heat into Hall H because everyone that paid three years for their Disney Plus subscription that ends in November, so they need people to keep their subscriptions. So well, they're gonna they're gonna bring some heat. Well, and it's like I assume we have to like see something. I'm assuming we're gonna get like some sort of teaser trailer for Black Panther because they have shown and said nothing, nothing about that movie. Uh, uh, Quantum uh, Ant Man and the Quantum yeah, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Uh, what what else? Uh, there's there's one other. Uh, well, we know She Hulk. We know we know Secret Invasion TV show with Nick Fury. I really hope they show us a improved She Hulk because man, that trailer, the, bro. The, the, the CGI doesn't look great, but Tatiana, the the actress, is incredible. Which is I why, guess. like, and I know that was. I feel bad for them if this is the case, but that was a trailer that was initially meant for just like investors. Like this is what we're working on. Like it was not supposed to be presented as a final product and then it got yeah. out in the world and then they just ran with it. Is it and it's one of those like, so I'm hoping that was early, you know? And it's one of those like, what we get at the end isn't that. Oh, because... and we have the Marvels. Yeah. Cause everybody that's... wants to see, everyone wants to see more Captain Marvel, that wonderfully bad movie. <laughs> Well, and what's really surprising to me is that She-Hulk is nine episodes. Like, this yeah. is... This hold, is on, hold on. Yes. What the hell did you just yes, say? Yes, She-Hulk is nine episodes. And Kenobi was only six? Uh, like, every... Miss Marvel was only six. Yeah. Miss Marvel needed more episodes. Miss Marvel like, was only six, Moon like... Knight. Moon Knight needed more episodes. That's what yeah. I'm saying, is it's, like, the longest... Oh, Shannon, something to say? Oh, Shannon, are you... Are you, are you, are you did you watch <laughs> Moon Knight, Shannon? Was it too scary for you? <laughs> uh, Shannon, you're on mute. You yeah, you don't even know what's going on right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say I did watch Moon Knight. It was great, and it was a lot better than that shitty Kenobi show, so it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> did that feel good? Did it feel good saying that? Do you feel better, Do you feel better now? I mean, Real Rob, good. <laughs> Robbie, we, we could talk about Kenobi. Let's, fine, let's talk the hell out of Kenobi. I'll, I'll, I'm here for it. Oh, here he comes. Let's go. The trains are going. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. So why, 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 in the best thing that Star Wars has done in maybe a decade with the battle between Obi-Wan and, and Vader in the last episode, why do they continue to stop it to take us to the third sister in a meaningless venture for minutes at a time? what what Shannon how how about Robbie why did the third sister go so deep undercover that she had to murder her own kind to try to get one shot at Darth Vader who then ran her through with a lightsaber 
then in the last episode when their Kenobi and Darth Vader are battling, does she go to try to kill Luke Skywalker and then not be able to fall follow through with it? Like, why is she? (laughs) Why did she sell her soul to kill somebody she had no chance killing? I think. uh, All right, so there's this character in the. if y'all played, if you played KOTOR, uh, it's called her, Darth Revan, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Darth Revan uh, goes, he's a Jedi, one of the best Jedi ever, goes, so go, explores so far into the dark side, becomes this dark side guy, but he ultimately is in, his ultimate goal is still to bring peace for the Jedi over the Sith, okay? Spoiler alert for the KOTOR players. I think they were trying to create a very mini version of that with Revan, and... Revan had, or not Revan, I'm sorry, uh, with um, Reva, thank you. See, I mean, even her name yeah. sounds like Revan. Um, so I, I think that was the plan. Look, I, I, Zach and I have talked about this at nauseum. I, I don't defend, the, I do not defend the third sister. Um, I, I do think she gets better as far as the acting and the writing gets better as the season goes on. Um, she she is hard to, to watch in those first, those first couple episodes. I, I do not defend her at all. I did not watch the show for the third sister, nor do I care about the third sister. Exactly my to... exactly my point. And yet yeah, you keep and, stopping and, this fight to go back to the third sister. Like and, it... and look, I mean, they chose to they chose to add this character into it, which I, I don't understand why. But I got for six episodes, I got to explore Obi Wan Kenobi after the greatest failure of his life, and I got to I actually got to appreciate princess leia way more than i ever had before oh you mean her ability to be kidnapped no like seeing who she seeing how she was how she was raised seeing how she was taught to to think and and how to and how we see a little mini version of leia and how like she wasn't trained to be some politician she was trained to be a warrior and she shows that throughout this show just like in in a new hope when we see her holding a gun and telling the two dudes to jump down and shoot because she is shooting so freaking uh, stormtroopers like so can we can we can we agree on one point on one point yeah. that i'm trying to come up with the best way to to put this uh uh that last fight is the greatest star wars fight ever but it goes too far it goes, too, goes far. too far because Obi-Wan would just kill him at that point. He is done. He's defeated. He's broken. You would just kill Vader at that point. There's literally nothing stopping him from killing him at that ending. All of it. All of I, it. It I just would stops. Say, and I, I would say I don't I don't think it goes too far. I think they chose the wrong thing to sit, to stop the fight. And my whole thing is if they had fought to a standstill if the if the landscape they were on broke in a way that separated them something like that and one of them bugged out you know like say maybe vader goes like well i guess today is not the day and like leaves because he knows he's beaten or something like that like to have him that defeated and have obi-wan be like well Guess that wraps that up and leave. Like, no, no, you would not make that choice in that situation. Yeah, and and see, I, I just would say that I would have chosen a, a different way for them to for the fight to have ended. Whether it's whether it's someone with a ship shooting down at Vader and him running to the ship, you know, Obi Wan oh, running so, to the something, ship and getting off. Something. Yeah, 
I mean, for them to essentially create the exact same ending of the fight on Mustafar, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, look, it it, it, it could have been different. It could have been better. But again, like, my, my appreciation is with the journey and with Eel McGregor returning as Obi-Wan and crushing it as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, so, like... And guys, my my son's middle name is Kenobi. Like, like it's just it, like they they would have had to do a lot for that movie for that show not to do well for me. Sure, but I am not ignorant. To I I didn't need I did not need the third sister. Now do I? It, but at the same time, am I ecstatic to see the Grand the, the Inquisitors on there? Hell yeah! Like as mm -hmm. someone who watches who's watched Rebels as much as I have, my son's watching it not at this very moment, but we are currently watching through Rebels together. Yeah. Like it's so cool to see the Grand Inquisitor and see you know the the, the fifth the fifth brother or whatever. Like it, it's really cool to see these guys. Uh, hey, I hey, Justin, isn't it? Didn't you tell me the fifth brother's Han from yeah. Fast and Furious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that like blew my mind. And, and Justin, the or, and the funny thing is like it's like season two, episode three of Rebels. It's the first time we see the fifth brother. And uh, he looks really close to the live action version of that character. Uh, and, but, but also like, you know, just a small moment, the smuggler, um, Ka Kamali. Is that, is that how you say his last name? Nanjiani. The, 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 yeah. Thank Kamal? you. Yeah. yeah. Him, him being like him being a smuggler that teaches that, that teaches Obi-Wan that not all smugglers are horrible people which then transcends to what happens 10 years later when he meets Han Solo for the first time. Like, the, the the things that they connected, I don't need another season of Kenobi. If they made one, I, of course, would watch the hell out of it. But I don't need it. Like, th they did what I wanted. Yeah. And, now, and now we get to see Ahsoka. And Ahsoka, like, I'm excited for Ahsoka. I mean, you know? They, they, made, they made Darth Vader too OP too fast. Like, I mean, it, there's a 10 year yeah. window. I get that you're well, going to get Rogue stronger. One. I think Rogue One did that. Yeah. Vader. Dude, dude walked into that room and caught that ship trying to yeah, leave. Was, like it was nothing. It was the coolest thing <laughs> ever though. Like, I was going to say, but to counter that, like he's mopping the floor with Kenobi the first time they fight. He's like using his face to douse the flames and, or like to, and like this lady shoots a laser and like, an he can't just go, yeah, he just can't like be like, Nope, I'm going to stop that. And I'm just going to, no, cause he's not Kylo Ren. He's not Kylo Ren, Shannon. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Keep <laughs> going. I'm sorry. Buddy. I'm just no. saying like, there's, there's those balance. There's those inconsistencies. No, the well, it's, just like, it's just like Thor, right? Like, it's like, Four can all of a sudden take out an entire army of of aliens in in Infinity War at the end of the movie, but just because he puts on some weight, he's gonna get like just drug. You know, he's gonna get drugged by Thanos. Like, or just like go back and watch that fight. Thor shouldn't even be there, except for Mjolnir being a part of that fight. He shouldn't even. Thor does nothing. Oh no, I'm sorry. He powers up Iron Man. He he brings down some electricity and fires up his suit. But but you're right, Shannon. Like. There, but what do you do? Like, because in the original trilogy, like the coolest thing he does is hold a, a captain up in the air and chokes him. You know, or you know, he moves very stationary and beats Kenobi in a fight. You know, like he's very robotic. Kenobi, Kenobi fight, gives up <laughs> in a fight that Kenobi lets him do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the uh, 
we need to talk about the dopest thing in that whole series that Vader does is when third sister attacks him and he beats the piss out of her with her own lightsaber. Like he never takes his lightsaber out. The whole thing is just like, the whole thing is just like when you're messing with a little kid and going, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Except it's with a lightsaber and another Jedi. Like he's just mopping the floor with her. I I told Lisa it was the most, I told Lisa it was the most John Wick looking fight ever. Yeah. He just he just made it look so freaking simple. Like she is coming as hard as she can with that lightsaber, and he's yeah. just like, oh, nah, no, no, we're in, not gonna in, do that. In fact, let me break this in half. Oh, here you take half, and I'll take half. <laughs> okay, okay, now let's go. Oh, actually, I want your half too. Okay, now let's go. Like, oh, it's just yeah. so, like just playing with her. Like it was so bad. I. When Qui-Gon shows up at the end, he should have been like, so y'all motherfuckers live through getting stabbed with lightsabers now? That sucks. Oh, oh by the way, by the way, another Disney uh, midsection survival, Zeus in Thor. Yeah. People don't die. People don't die getting run through in the abdomen. People no. just don't die anymore. Apparently not. Like, I mean, look at the Grand Inquisitor. It happens yeah. to him in the freaking first, like, two two or three episodes yeah, of the show. That, that dude's an alien. That might just be, like, an empty air gas <laughs> yeah. field or something in there. There's no organs in there. I don't know. Like, you don't yeah. know where it is. Uh, look, he doesn't have a spine. He has an exoskeleton. I don't know. Like, So, this... Okay, so I'll just say this, and we can move on to the next thing. Um, because I, I want to take just... A, I want to take two minutes, Justin. I just want us to... I want us to talk about players, because I, I think it's so freaking good. Um, I, I think... With the Star Wars with Kenobi, um, it was originally supposed to be a two and a half hour movie, like that. That was the way it was originally pitched. So, this thing being sectioned off into six episodes, I think it now now that we can watch it in one like you can watch it in its entirety entirety together. I do think it's better. I don't think it benefited from a one one episode a week show because it. it it felt weird how they cut off every episode. I don't know if you felt that at all, Shannon, but like I, I did, it, it felt a lot like season, the second to last season of Game of Thrones. How it, it just it just felt weird the way it was ed- edited together. Um, I, I love the show for for what it does, for what it's trying to do. I have criticisms of it as we already talked about, but um, yeah, can we? Let's just not hate on everything that Robbie loves, please. Because um, I don't know. My favorite thing was still when Shannon said some shit, and then Robbie dusted off the Star Wars wiki, and he's like, "Well, if you refer to book number forty-seven in the Skywalker compendium, and there's this one character that showed up for a chapter, it's kind of like here, that." I'll make, it, I'll, I'll make it worse. Justin. Here is here is Darth Revan. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. You're you're welcome. Uh, what was the other thing? That, what was the other show we were going to talk about? Oh, you guys need to geek out on the boys because I still haven't watched it, but you can spoil the hell out of it, so it's fine. You you haven't seen the finale? He hasn't I seen any of the season. It's, <laughs> it's bro, I, get like, I get like no time to watch TV, and I don't want to spoil that so, for you. And, I don't. And, so that, he's already had it spoiled it, every so. week. No, no, like the, like I've I've been okay with it because by honestly, by the time I get to it, I'm gonna have forgotten, so it's fine. It's fine. Okay, another show. Say, that, <clears throat> go ahead, Shannon. I was just gonna say it's another show where the people that you think are gonna die aren't gonna die. <laughs> yeah, that, that it like. Does I, I watch. Am I the only one that watches Stranger Things? Yeah, uh, I watched I it. 
I love the season. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen that. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the season. All right, boys. Uh, uh, Zach, you and I have both read the comic. I think the show has hit the threshold where it is far better than the comic. Oh, okay. It, th- th- this season, I think, does that. Um, Jensen Eccles uh, is great oh. as Soldier Boy. Like the that last episode, his performance uh, talking to Homelander. <laughs> they they changed the they changed the characters act completely oh, yeah. in the best way possible. Um, yeah. I I think the boys this season, like it, it's just so crazy to me. Like a show that involves someone killing, like a girl killing a bunch of dudes with dildos, can also have a moment where I'm thinking about tearing up because it's talking about a little brother and a big brother's relationship. Um, I yeah, go ahead. No, I, I do. I, I liked the finale. I'm wondering about the longevity of the show. Like I know they got renewed for another season and I know there's two, a two more seasons, two more seasons. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh butcher. Um, yeah, I'm, my it, again this is just comic related i'm really really i I'm, I'm a little surprised by this and and zach i'm sorry this is just gonna be super spoiling they take time in like the third or fourth episode to point out that black noir is allergic to peanuts aller- allergic to almonds or allergic to peanuts in the comic in the comic black noir is a clone of homelander like and he is the one who keeps tabs on Homelander for the very end of the comic. We've seen Black Noir keep tabs on Homelander all throughout the show. He was there the first time he met, went and met the, the, the son and the daughter and always forget their names. But then they kill Black Noir in this show, even though he survived a gashed skull and his head being cut split open. He survives that, but he's dead now. Black Noir is how the show, like, is how Homelander kind of gets taken care of. So they've taken that completely off the board. I I don't know where the show goes from here because I almost feel like you're at a point now where Homelander has to die, and there needs to be a new villain because you can't continue just for you can't you can't just have Homelander be the bad guy forever. I mean, Shane, I think that's what you're getting to. Yeah, like, and I don't think he is, though. Like, I think, um, like, the way that they ended the season um, with his son, like, you're going to, he's, like, he's going to be the new villain, I think, which would suck. Or it would be interesting to see how they battle, how Butcher battles that, right? Like, yeah. Or how he rescues that situation. It's a year left, I guess, or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. So, my theory, I'm assuming... If I had to guess, I would say that the next two seasons, like, I think it will probably end at season five, if I had to guess. And my theory is because next season, they set up where they're going for the head popper or whatever. They set her up at the end. She was in this season, but she was not the main focus. It was Soldier Boy and Homelander, and she kind of just got pushed as, like, a background character doing shit in the shadows. But then they're like, oh, she's, like, now in a place of power again. And they set up, like, okay, we're going after her. I'm assuming she's going to be the main villain and it's going to be them trying to work, but because she's like a public official and whatever she, they can't just like go outright, like kick down her door and kill her. So I'm assuming that's going to be her being the villain for four. And then it's going to be reversed and Homelander is going to be there, but it's kind of like a background character ish. 
and then I'm assuming some shit's gonna go down. Season four. Uh, I, I, I'm hesitant. I would want to guess that Butcher's gonna die in season four. I don't know. I don't want him to. But I don't know how he lives otherwise unless he takes actual Compound V and that, like, cures him. I don't know how he lives beyond the time frame that he was given. So my assumption is that he would die. Huey's going to take over. Like, the boys disperse. It's like Avengers disassembled after he dies. And then my guess would be season... That's a great comic. My guess would be that season five does a time jump, like, years later, like, five years, six years, whatever years later... And uh, Huey gets the boys back together. And at this point, Homelander's gone, like, fully off the rails. And it's been enough time that he's, like, now amassed a fucking army of, like, followers. Potentially other soups. Like, rebuilt his, like, new version of the Seven with other crazy, like, motherfuckers. And then it's them coming back together to finish Butcher's job of killing Homelander. And that's the final season. If I had to guess. That's my prediction for it. Zach, outside of Stormfront and Soldier Boy, were there any other big, big characters to to fight against him? Because I don't remember no. there being. No, I mean it was always Soldier Boy it was kind of like, and that was just because he can't die. Um, and, and they did not take they did not take it where I thought they were going to take it. By the way, they do not they don't go through with what happens in the comic. Uh, even okay. though I, even though I, I, I swore it was coming, but they they chose a version of Soldier Boy. <laughs> this is not this is not the comic Soldier Boy at all. But but it's a great version of it. Okay. Um, I, and I'll be honest with you guys. I I don't know if y'all feel the same way, but like by the end of the season, like I of course care about Homelander because he's just such an interesting villain. I was caring more about the other people's storylines throughout the season, like Starlight kind of takes the back seat a little bit this season mm-hmm. but by the end she matters and she matters incredibly like much it, and and same with m like m story to me is awesome and i really hope that i really hope that the stepdad gets like shot in the face <laughs> at some point Dude, it's funny that you brought up Starlight because there's that one where it's like, oh, she's actually going to be badass. And it's just like, Puh! and I'm like, that did nothing. I was like, yeah. you did all this build up and you like, what, pushed him 12 feet on across the floor? Like, okay. Um, But no, I I, th- I think this is probably my favorite season. Ooh. I mean, top and bottom. Um, it was the, I think it was the heaviest too. I think there yeah. were a lot of heavy topics in this one. Uh, yeah, A train, A train is the one that I want to know what happens mm-hmm. because he's kind of a baby back biatch, but like, <laughs> oh bro, the deep, the deep, <laughs> like dude. that dude is the epitome. <laughs> oh man, you know they're just like, hey, what's what's something weird we could do this this episode? You know what? Let's get the deep. He'll do something weird for <laughs> this- us. That's kind of my assumption with my theory of like how the rest of the show will go is I'm assuming a train and the deep will join the boys at some point because I'm assuming I think home- the deep is going to die a very horrible death. <laughs> that or he's just going to run away into the ocean and just like, live somewhere with his fish. Yeah, like I really could see the end of this show being for the deep. Like he's like getting it on with a few octopi in the in the like he's just having his own little thing, special thing underwater with them. 
Um, but but yeah, I, I thought it was a really good season. I, I know that you guys didn't, you know, said y'all didn't really watch Stranger Things, but like this season really leans into horror and it gives us some awesome, like in the midst of these huge stakes, there are incredibly small moments that make the show really special this season. Um, I know the season three was not everyone's cup of tea with Stranger Things, and I, I think this one makes up for it greatly. What was the other show that y'all want to talk about? I mean, we had we had uh, the old man, which rules. You should watch it if you're not watching it. I'm not. But, I'm currently the, watching the Terminal List and but, under under the Banner of Heaven. I'm watching that as well. Oh God damn! Like life isn't depressing enough. <sighs> you're gonna watch that show. Um, My wife loves murder mysteries, and I like them too. But the old man is essentially like a a. You know, like a beach novel, like spy thriller type thing, but it's it's basically John Wick with Jeff Bridges. It's like John Wick, Born Identity, and Jeff Bridges, like all like that's my selling pitch. And it taken? No, it's not really taken. (laughs) It's more 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 government spy type stuff. Okay. And everyone's coming to kill him, and he's the baddest man walking. And and I know Justin has been watching it, and Justin. Does that show just kick ass and take names? Yes. So this week I marathon, <laughs> yes. I marathoned it to get up to date so that when Friday, when the new episode came yeah. out, I could watch it. And yeah, it's gotten very like the dude who's after him, the dad from Third Rock from the Sun, yeah, John, John Lithgow's the the counterpart. Yeah, he's oh, dude, so he's a, good. He's, good he's so good. Like at he's the so beginning, like they set the tone at the beginning where like. You know, he's, like, in the bathroom, like, crying like a little bitch. And then, like, ten minutes later, he's like, you ever fucking question me again? And then just, like, puts yeah. his, like, foot down. And it's like, okay, okay, yeah. He's, he's fucking... Than when he was the Trinity killer in Dexter? It, it's it's not it's not as good as that, but it's up there. Okay. It's up there as far as villainy goes. I like there's, there's, that pull. there's this great scene where, yeah, in the first episode, they're they're coming for him. They're, co- they're coming for Jeff Bridges' character. And he's he's like the assistant. Lithgow is the assistant director of the CIA, and he's and he's with some FBI agents, and they're watching the live feed from like the agents in the fields cams, uh, trying to get him. And he sits down, gets settled to watch the cams, and the one lead FBI guy is just like mean mugging him, just staring like over his shoulder, burning holes through his back, you know, like, and he's like, so tell me something. Not look, never looking at him, but just tell me something. Do I look like a guy you can fuck with? And and the FBI guy's like, no, sir. He's like, then I would stop staring at me before I feel like I'm getting fucked with. And it was just like from that point on, you're like, all right, it's on. Like that, yeah. Like he's that dude. We're doing this. Like and it's and and he goes to prove it throughout that show that like yeah, he's kind of that guy that always has one more card, one more step. He's a couple moves ahead of you, you know, like, and, but they do a good job of being like, Oh, is it, but this might be the time he's caught. Like th- there's a great moment in, I think it's episode four where you, kind of the more cards are getting laid out on the table. Like the, the story's starting to open up and it's like, Oh, well, I guess this might be it for Harper. Like this might be like where he gets cut off or where he gets kind of like get his knees cut out from under him. 
And now he's got that one more card to play that gets him on the airplane to go see the dude. Like there's always like that one thing that he's got. And it's, it's great. It's, and Jeff Bridges character is awesome. Um, the Jeff Bridges the, is Jeff Bridges is great. Yeah. And like it, they, the thing that's good about it is he is an old man and like, he's doing all this stuff, but it's, totally taking a toll on him. There's none of the John Wick, Jason Bourne, like, yeah, they're hurt, but they're still fine. Like, sure, they're beat up, but they're still fine. Like, now he gets beat up and it it lasts. Like, he's <laughs> he's stumbling around for a while. Like, there's an old episode of him limping now because, <laughs> damn, that fight took it out of him. You know, like, it's, it's that type of stuff. Yeah, and that's the thing I really like about it is, like, some of the twists and stuff I, I was able to easily predict. I was like, oh, dude, like, I know who this person is or whatever. But then there's some, especially in, like, the last, like, two episodes where I was like, did not see that coming. But it adds an interesting dynamic of I'm not sure where it's going now. Once, like, you start to realize the relationship and how all these people are connected and stuff, I'm like, hmm. I'm like, that's uh, going to be interesting. Yeah, it's it it's totally worth putting on your radar. But uh, as we've gone, what two and a half hours now? I feel like we should land the plane. I'm having fun. It's a it's it's episode two hundred. But it's twelve thirty for me. I know it's twelve thirty for Robbie. Shannon's got to get up early. We Shannon's been giving me the look for about a Shannon's half. Shannon's got hour a dock to like, sit on to go fishing yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Ch- Shannon's been seventeen PBRs. Yeah, I mean. Well, I mean, he's still, he's been talking for two minutes now and is still muted, so he's, you know. But, um... Damn it. Classic. <laughs> but no, Shannon's been giving me the look for 30 minutes of, like, can we wrap this up? Can we can we do this? Um, so, yes, I just want to say, uh, people that have been listening for a while, new listeners, thank you for riding with us. Uh, 200 episodes has been fun. I can't wait to get to 300, 400, beyond... Uh, I'm very appreciative of Shannon and Justin and Robbie and everyone else for riding on this journey alongside me. Um, something I look forward to every single week. And uh, Justin, why don't you get in there and land this plane? You know what, guys? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode, the 200th episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. We recorded this episode on the Discord, which uh, if you want to join the fun Discord chat, you know, head on over to the Discord. Get added, mm-hmm. you know, uh, check it out. We do have some fun sections and stuff for spoiler content, gaming news, all that fun stuff. So head on over there. And, you know, while you're at it, even though I don't think anyone's checked them, give us a review on Spotify. Let us know how we're doing. And, uh... Robbie, for the 200th episode, if uh, you were here, what would you say? I would say for the 200th time, probably it's 200th time probably in a week, but 200th time on this podcast, go and be great. I love you guys. I love you guys. Oh, yeah.